The playoffs are finally here. The Westwood Patriots had a great regular season and hope to keep their momentum rolling all the way to Ford Field. That journey begins right now against Menominee. So let's go to the booth with Tanner Hoops. For the first time in school history, there is playoff football in the West End of Ishpeming, Michigan. Hi, everybody. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan in the studio today. We are the crew for today's MHSA Division VI playoff matchup between the Westwood Patriots and the Menominee Maroons. Two teams that have never played each other in school history. A lot of firsts today, Dave, including the big one on everybody's mind, the fact that this is the first ever home playoff game in Westwood history. I know it's a Saturday. I know it's November. There's snow on the ground just outside the field, which looks really good, by the way. They did a great job getting this ready. But it just has a different vibe to it today with home football for the first time ever at Westwood High School. Yeah, I mean, uh, no matter what kind of outcome we get here today, I think you're looking at progress right here. And, uh, you know, that's important. It's important to the program. It's important with what uh, Coach Sergio is trying to create here and the type of culture he's trying to create here for football. you got to get some home games. And, uh, you know, we were able to do that this year. And the luck of the draw is perennial football power Menominee comes to town as a result of it but it's still you know that certainly is progress and that's what you're looking for that's what you're trying to do to build your program I mean we've talked a lot of this week about Menominee is the program we want to be mm-hmm. you know you look back at the history I look back 30 years Menominee's been in the playoffs 24 mm-hmm. of those 30 years uh, with the exception of last year 22 years in a row they were in the playoffs. That's what you're looking for. That's what Coach Sergio wants his program to be. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of milestones. It's a tough draw. Um, like we were talking off air a little bit, I think the only tougher draw we saw was Marquette ending up with the Muskegon Big Red. Um, but we're certainly excited and happy to be here and uh, ready to get the game going. I tell you what, I can't believe it. Two years ago, Westwood finished the regular season 8-1 and and had to go on the road in the postseason. But <laughs> we brighten that ship today. We get to host a playoff game for the first time ever, and the crowd is here for it, and I mean that in the most literal sense. The stadium is almost already full here at kickoff. We are going to have an overflow crowd. we got both bands here today. The Menominee Band plus a fan bus made their way up here along about two-hour trip. But I tell you what, Dave, this place is going to be one heck of an atmosphere. No, it's electric. I think the field is in good shape, and uh, we're ready to go here today. I mean, the grounds crew did a good job. Brad DeLongchamp and his crew did a good job getting this place ready for us to, to host the game this late in the year. We've had a lot of snow over the last week. This field is covered more than one time already this this football season, you know, so it took a lot of work to get it into this shape, and uh, we did a great job, I think. Well, I was down there on the field in the pregame, and it feels really good. It doesn't feel soggy, anything, footing slips. Uh, they shouldn't be an issue today. You've got the snow pushed out to the side just beyond the track, kind of piled up out there. Congrats, and uh, thank you to the field crew. Job well done. I tell you what, let's dive into the matchup. These two teams have never played in school history. Westwood comes in with a 7-2 and record, winners of six straight after a 1-2 and start. Menominee 6-3, and and Dave, the playoffs seem to have already started for them in a way. You go back about three weeks ago, and they had a 21-0 lead at Marquette. And the Redmen scored 28 unanswered to come back and win that game. And since then, the Maroons knew their backs were against the wall. And they've been playing, because they were, like their postseason lives were on the line. 
No, they mean Menominee had to put a push, a push on, and that's certainly what they did. You know, um, you had the end of that Marquette game, certainly not turning out the way they wanted, but, I mean, they get down to the end of the year. They have to face Hopkins, go down state, a ranked team, and uh, they're able to go down there and get the job done in kind of a shootout that mm-hmm. we heard heard a little bit about last night or uh, last Friday when we were playing the Ghani here. You know, we were talking about it on the air because we knew it was going to impact who was going where. I tell you what, the Patriots are coming off a 42-14 win over Nagani to cap the regular season. This is Westwood's ninth trip to the playoffs in school history. The Patriots 2-8 and all-time in postseason play. Meanwhile, Menominee, they are in the postseason for the 29th time in school history. Like you alluded to earlier, Dave, they missed out on postseason play last year. They went 2-7. and That snapped a string of 22 consecutive playoff years. Now they're back, and you know, they look good. They have looked really good this year for all intents and purposes. It is the Maroons' first ever trip to the playoffs as a Division Six member. However, they've been very successful in Division Five. They were state champions in 1998, 2006, and 2007. They played in the state championship in Division Five as recently as 2014. Their wins this year have come over Gladstone, Boyne City, Kingsford, Hopkins, and Marionette of Wisconsin, as well as uh, Pistito of Wisconsin. Their uh, losses came to a really good Escanaba team, Marquette, who's in the postseason, and Calcana of Wisconsin. Elsewhere around the UP today, Saturday football, you've got Ludington at Sault Ste. Marie, Iron Mountain at home with Mancelona, West Iron County welcomes Lakeland and Hubble, Escanaba home with Cattle on the road to take on Muskegon. Games from last night, He'll sing us with a 49-22 win. Nagani falling to Calumet 42-14. And Ishpeming over Bark River Harris 48-8. The winner of this game on to the second round of district play, which would be next weekend, Friday or Saturday at Calumet. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, you'll hear from both head coaches, Scott Sergel of Westwood and Joe Noah of Menominee. Next on ESPN-UP. It's here. It's Black Saturday, and it's only at Art Van Furniture and Mattress. The lowest Black Friday prices anywhere start now. Plus, take up to an extra 30% off the sale price. Save with no interest for 50 months. Recliners, $248. Sofas, $398. Serta Perfect Sleeper, $248. Plus, free TVs, free KitchenAid mixers. Delivery by Thanksgiving, guaranteed. Come and shop Black Saturday at Art Van Furniture and Mattress. Friday, 10 to 9, Saturday, 9 to 9. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorken-Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year, there's a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorken-Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is the 96th year of Willie's Tire Shop proudly servicing Marquette County. And from both Willie's Tire Shop locations, they say thank you. Willie's has certified mechanics at both Marquette and Ishpeming locations. 
They do shocks, struts, brakes, alignments, wheel bearings, oil changes, tires, high rods, U-joints, axle joints, ball joints, batteries, sway bar links, wiper blades, and most front-end work. Willie's also services national account fleet cars, government, and state vehicles. So call today. Stop by for a free tire estimate or even just to have your air pressure checked. And don't forget, when you purchase four tires for your vehicle from Willie's, they rotate them for free. I know you're probably out enjoying the fall season, taking a bike ride, watching a high school football game, or just enjoying the transition from the summer heat to the cool fresh air. But don't forget that old man winter is right upon us. I know, I know, we don't want to think about that already. Before we know it. And I want to ask you something. I mean, do you have your parents? you need. Come check out our top line selection of Subarus. Put your mind at ease that your family will have a comfortable, reliable, and safe vehicle all winter long because you never know what Mother Nature has in store for us this year. Fox Marquette, experience the difference. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Scott Sergio before his team takes over. Coach, big week of practice is about this week for you guys. Uh, we had a solid week of practice. Uh, kids were focused in. Um, you know, we did. We, we had a solid week, and now we just got to, you know, put it to the test. And, you know, looking across the field over at them, we knew that they were big. We knew that they're fast. And, and we're going to have our hands full today. But, you know what? It, we're going to, our kids are ready. And, um, you know, we're going to give it the best shot we can. What are some keys for your guys today? Hey, you got to stop twenty-one. Uh, you got to stop the big play, and doing those things, you got to first control. Uh, we got to read our keys. You know, they got the single wing offense, and they got, you know, it looks like they're going to pound it at you, and all of a sudden there's five guys going down the field. So we got to read our keys and uh, be able to react to it. You've been a part of this program as a player, as a coach. You're hosting playoff football for the first time ever today. Is it a little bit different atmosphere in the air. Yeah, I think it is for us. You know, this is this is a special event for, you know, first and foremost for our kids. Um, our kids are in this. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of our coaching staff. I'm proud of our program. Um, you know, I'm thankful to the community for, um, you know, all the support they've given us um, since I've been here and uh, our administration, um, you know, and it's, it's, it is. It's something special. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue this and, and uh, keep our winning ways going. Scott Sergio Westwood, head coach. More pregame in a moment on ESPN UP. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. When is the last time you reviewed your home loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? 
Hi, I'm Ross Anthony, Vice President, Mortgage Loan Officer at MBank. Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your local MBank lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly payment, help you pay your mortgage off faster, or get cash out for a big expense. Let an MBank mortgage specialist help you decide it's time to refinance today. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Life is filled with unforgettable moments. But frankly, insurance should be quite forgettable. If you're like most people, you don't think about your insurance until you need it. The bright side is you can depend on Iron Range Agency and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to provide personal insurance that is personalized to feed your needs. At Iron Range, we listen to your worries, then work to make sure that they never keep you up at night. Insurance Agency... His team getting set to take over. It's a little bit colder. Um, it's cold everywhere, and the whole Midwest is cold. So uh, we're good. You know, we uh, kids are really dialed in and focused. Uh, nice win in Petoskey versus Hopkins, and uh, we're on an upswing right now. Um, so pretty healthy, pretty hungry, and a uh, good week. And, you know, we're looking forward to good things today. Do you feel like the postseason started last week in a way for you guys? It started two weeks ago. That's a good question. Uh, two weeks ago, you know, we played Kingsford and then we played Hopkins and we kind of turned the corner um, playing four good, you know, two games of four good quarters. Uh, and that's what we need to continue to do today to have success. What are some keys to the win, uh, to getting a win for your guys today? Well, it's line of scrimmage is always critical. Win the line of scrimmage, uh, take care of the ball, and, um, you know, special teams play. A lot of people overlook special teams in the postseason. Special teams are huge, you know, punt, receiving the punt, kickoffs. Uh, Westwood likes to squib the ball a lot, so we had to prepare for that. So, And, um, you know, just control the clock. More pre- are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome playoff football with these specials. Black Angus boneless beef top round steak, a family pack for $3.49 a pound. 
Smithfield boneless pork shoulder roast, $1.66 a pound. Frozen whole fryer chickens, 88 cents a pound. Extra large red, black, or green grapes, $1.66 a pound. And Shasta 12-pack of 12-ounce cans, $2.99 plus deposit. Prices are good through Saturday, November 2nd at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com you're tuned to westwood patriots football on espn up enter hoops dave bows with you just a few minutes from now we'll have playoff football at westwood high school for the first time in school history and a reminder that this broadcast is copyrighted by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and ESPN-UP. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the uh, counter descriptions of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and ESPN-UP. The Patriots are going to kick off to start this one. Chad Pullman has got it teed up. He's going to work from right to left across your radio dial as we are set for playoff football here in the West End. The Bats wearing their home Navy uniforms with matching pants, red helmet, red numerals. The Maroons in the traveling whites with white helmets and maroon pants. Pullman has it teed up, and for the first time ever, there is playoff football at Westwood High School. As Pullman sends the kick end over Ren, it's picked up around the 15. We'll have a return going right up the middle. That is Jonathan Boucher on the return, and he's brought down just shy of the 40-yard line, the ball might have popped loose at the end. Yeah, like They're saying out. it did. Well, let's that see. That is Patriot Ball, he's indicating. And coming up with recovery, I think it was Stephen Kangas, and he had two of them last week, Dave. How about that? Well, I don't know. Anderson came out with the ball, but I don't know who locked that loose in there. Boy, first time we kick it away, and the result is the same. Get it back anyway. That is amazing. Boucher on the return, it looked like he was I didn't see the ball come free, but the officials did, and Westwood is on top of it. They will have it first and 10 at the Menominee 39. How about that for a start to the game? Oh, that was a big hit in there, and you couldn't see. It looked like a rugby scrum, but here we go, Patriots on offense. Good field position. And they come out with Taylor Delangelo, senior quarterback, working under center. Backs in the eye. Man goes in motion. That's Garrett Mann. He lines up as a wingback to the right. Delangelo, QB keeper. Options out to the right. Has a first down and then some into the secondary, and he's dragged down from behind at the 20. Well, i to tell you, I've been on the dive there. I, was, I thought that was stuffed up right at the line of scrimmage, Tanner. The Patriot offense today, quarterback by Taylor Delangelo, the running backs Garrett Mann, and Chad Pullman will be used as a receiver and combination. Travis Urano wing back, Eric Anderson the tight end, and up front. Out of the field, Delangelo working from the gun this time. Tied into the near side, that's Eric Anderson. A three-man front defensively for the Maroons. Delangelo with Anderson, a step to his left, takes a snap. QB option, left side, looking to fire it now, and he's got a man on a screen pass, and it's dropped by Pullman. 
He caught the ball. He just lost his foot. Did he catch it on the yeah. dive? Yeah, he caught it. They were, they were saying it's a good catch. All he right. Just, he just was going to do that cut back to the inside, and both his feet went out from underneath him. It's something for us to watch here, too. You know, we didn't see a lot of that last Friday. We didn't see people losing their feet last Friday, but he definitely got on the edge of his hooks right there and went right down. So he made it easy for the defender to just come over and put a, put a stop on him. It's a gain of one to the 20, so it's second down and nine. A bubble screen that Pullman was able to pick cleanly off the turf, the officials say. Two tight ends, both to the near side of the field, Alderton and Anderson, and we get a whistle prior to the snap, and a timeout's been called by Westwood. Let's set the Menominee defense while we have a moment. The bookends are Drew Doobie and Dylan Odines. The interior tackles, Brandon Weiss and Cade Lesperance. The four linebackers, the interior guys, Nick Snyder and Brendan Harris, Caden Bigger and Dante Sartorelli on the outside. The corners are Jonathan Boucher and Keegan Monroe. Mackenzie Hansen is the safety. Westwood coached by Scott Sergela in his fifth year, career record 29-19, and 19, assisted by Brad Wilgen and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Seth Tackman, and Tyler LaJoy. For Menominee, they're led by Joe Noah in his eighth year, 75-21 and 21 record. He took over for the legend, Ken Hofer. He is assisted by Jamie Schomer, Dave Matthew, uh, Nate Linsmeyer, Chad Brandt, and Mason Cooley. Uh, Coach Crow is in the stands. We have John Crows of Calumet. He's here. He Great. knows that he will take on the winner of this game next week. Great job last night by Coach Crows, 42-17 over Nagani. Well prepared. Tough place to go in and play for anybody. I tell you what, did you know that First Bank is offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Stop in and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Second and nine for Westwood. Ball at the Menominee, 20. No score, just underway. Pullman goes in motion. Delangelo takes a snap. Blitz coming. Fires for Pullman down the sideline. It's caught. Touchdown, Westwood. What a pass. Over the defender. Defender was in great position. How about that start for Westwood? A fumble on the opening kickoff. Recovered by the pants at the 39. Delangelo with four defenders. Four white jerseys in front of him. Lofts a ball for Chad Pullman down the sideline. He hauls it in. That's all UP to all UP right there. And it's a 6 nothing Westwood lead. Could not ask for much better of a start if you're Westwood. A 20-yard touchdown strike out of the timeout. So now the two-point try. Working out of the shotgun, they have two wide in the play. That's Garrett Mann and Mason Mariuzza. Pullman to the left side as a wingback. Delangelo from the gun. Pullman goes in motion. Takes a snap, rolls out to the left side, looking for Pullman again, and it's dropped. Off his hands, incomplete. Throw wasn't perfect, but it was catchable. But the Patriots do take a 6-0 lead with 10.36 to play in the opening quarter. Well, congratulations to the Westwood Patriots from Auto Value of West Ishpeming, where they followed these players and wish them well. Willie's Tire Shop is rallying behind the Patriots. Mullen Service in Ishpeming is behind the Pats, and they're thrilled to support them. Good luck in the playoffs, and good luck to the Westwood Patriot football team because you've represented us well. Craig Etlamacki, a thriving financial representative, helps people be wise with money and live generously. Put Craig's 30 years of experience to work for you. Contact Craig to review your game plan for retirement. Good luck to the Westwood Pats from Craig Etlamacki. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Could not ask for a better start, Dave. Opportunistic were the Patriots. 
Yeah, and that's what the Patriots are certainly going to need today. They're going to need a little bit of luck on their side as well. And, uh, you know, we had some fortune right there, a good hard hit put on on that kickoff. And he was kicking it away. You know the, the, the Maroons had the hands team out there. They've been practicing all week. Coach Noah even talked about it in the pregame, you know, and uh, and then to kick it away, I, I guess you and I were as surprised as anybody based on what we've seen this year. So Pullman has it teed up, ready to boot it away again, and now you've got Menominee wondering. Maybe you kick it away again? Yeah, they got us wondering, right, Dan? <laughs> they got everybody wondering. Only Chad Pullman knows and will know in a matter of moments as he approaches and he squibs it this time, takes a high bounce near the 45. That's a live ball, and it's finally picked up by Doobie, and he's dragged down at the 25-yard line. So a really nice special team start for the Patriots. Jack Bowes on the tackle. Good speed. Might have to feed him supper tonight if he keeps playing like that. Yeah, maybe he'll learn his dinner tonight, right, Dad? <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, looking at the Patriots defensively, the bookends, Ty Alderton, and Jackson Bidlin, Michael Buzino, Eli Locola, the interior tackles. The four linebackers, Garrett Mann, Travis Uran center, Eric Anderson, and Zach Carlson. Mason Mariuzza and Jad Pullman, the corners. Taylor Delangelo is the safety. Now, here's that unique offense that Menominee likes to run. They like to do a single tee, and they start with a jet sweep to Joe Romero Hare. Now, they don't have really an official quarterback on this team. They've got a lot of guys that can get the ball out of this single-wing option. But Garrett Mann in there quick to make a stop. Gains two, it looks like. Brings up second down and eight at the 27. Boy, it's a lot like going against ourselves, though. So many weapons on this Menominee team. And unique single-wing offense. They have run for years down there in Menominee. It's Romero Hare who takes a snap, and he has nothing trying to get to the outside edge on the left side. He's wrapped up for a gain of maybe one. Taylor Delangelo, the safety, the first man to meet him. Other starters for Menominee, Brendan Harris, Keegan Monroe, Dylan Odines, Caden Bigger, and Drew Doobie starting at skill positions. Up front, from left to right, Michael Dobbins, Joe Gimble, Carter Berger, uh, Nick Rennie, and Cooper Conway. These are today's starters. Maroons will send one out wide in the play, and that's Keegan Monroe, and they fire to him, and now he's going to fire downfield after the screen pass, and it's broken up Good by Chad Pullman. Good play. You could see the read on that. They've practiced that because Pullman didn't come off. He knew what was going to happen with Keegan there. He knew that that was going to be a throw. He had a uh, man over there to make sure that he couldn't just run the ball, but that was a pass all the way, and you didn't see uh, either of those DBs leave their coverage. I've set up a, you know, a, a, you got to believe it's what's a punt coming from the, from the Maroons here. Six nothing Westwood, fourth and seven, nine twenty-five to play opening quarter. Oh, not in it though. And now they're gonna audible things up, and now they're gonna send a man back to punt. And that's Monroe. Monroe, by the way, is the large school UP Player of the Year that was announced. Well, he does earlier today. Part to going at Pullman. I, I think no. that's a good strategy. He gets it out of bounds, angles it out to the 45, and that's I where would, Westwood takes over first and ten. I would never kick a fieldable punt to that young man. There's just too much that can happen that isn't good. I'll be Orkins Oki Funeral Home. Support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Mutasing, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Iron Rage Agency represents Frankenmuth Insurance. Uh, they want to have a conversation about protecting you, your family, and your business. Make sure to contact them, and thank you for your support of Westwood Patriot postseason athletics. 
So the Patriot D forces a three and out and an eventual punt. And the Pats are back onto the field. Leading 6-0 here early opening quarter. One wide to the far side. That's Pullman. Shotgun formation for Delangelo against a four-man front. Delangelo standing in midfield. Takes a shotgun snap. Rolls to the right. Steps up. Fires down the sideline. Got a man. It's caught. And he's brought down near the 20. It's Mason Mariuzza. When Mason Mariuzza hopped off the ground, was he excited? And Westwood picks up 25 on the hookup from Delangelo to Mary's. I tell you what, Dave, we kind of got away from the passing game the last few weeks, mostly because we didn't need it. And you wondered with the cold weather today what things would look like. And we're chucking. We're coming out chucking. You can see that. That's the game plan. And Mason Mariuta hasn't had a game, a big big one like that, since back into the Ishman game when they used him almost exclusively on a few of the drives. One wide to each side, Garrett Mann to the near side, Pullman out near the Menominee sideline. Backs in the eye, Delangelo working under center with two tight ends. Mann goes in motion, and we get a whistle prior to the snap. Been too much, too much time? Yep, I think it's delay of game, and it is indeed. I tell you what, Dave, the all-UP teams were released at midnight, technically this morning. Scott Sergula, co-coach of the year in the large school class in the UP, shares that honor with Eric Mason of Marquette. And this game features the top two vote-getters for Offensive Player of the Year in the UP, Keegan Monroe, the recipient, Taylor Delangelo, the runner-up in the voting. Backs in the eye, Garrett Mann goes in motion, Delangelo works under center, takes a snap, pitches out to Anderson, running off tackle, left side, not much there, he's brought down. For what looks to be no gain by Drew Doobie, the left end. Oh, quick work, quick work to the sideline there for the for the Maroons. You can see their coverage. Good speed. Goes down as no gain. Yeah, good speed in the linebacking group. Second and 15 at the 25. Winner of this game ought to take on Calumet at their place. I'll get their choice of a Friday-Saturday contest. Yeah, enough of a distance where they can dictate it. Over 75 miles, I think that's the... That's the mileage you're looking at. One wide to each side of the field. Backs are in the eye. The deep back is Anderson. Alderton, the tight end to the near side of the field. Delangelo surveys the defense, gets in his crouch. Garrett goes in motion left to right, takes a snap, and he fakes the handoff. Options out. Fakes the option, and then he's brought down for a loss. Dylan Odin's got off the line. He's a good one, an all-UP performer. And stops Delangelo for a loss. So now... We're in another passing situation, Dave. That's been working for us, though. Brings up a third and long here for the Patriots. But, uh, boy, this is what the Maroons needed because they hadn't had any momentum at all so far. With a three and out and then, uh, you know, the quick score to begin the game, they needed a stop here. 7.30 to play, quarter number one. 6 nothing Westwood. A 20-yard touchdown pass from Taylor Delangelo to Chad Pullman. Got things going. First ever meeting between these two schools and the first ever home playoff game in Westwood's history. Third down and 17, ball resting at the Maroon 28-yard line. you got to think it's two-down territory here. Nobody wide of the play. It's Scott Sergela calls timeout, throws the hat off. It was going to be another penalty. The arm was in the air, and he was counting already. Delangelo was having trouble getting people into the right spots. He burned another timeout, and he is not happy you know, about having to do it either. Scott Sergelo ran out to the hash mark irate, trying to get the officials' <laughs> attention and called that timeout, which he does. But you can't have that in the postseason, Dave. At this no, point, you can't be having penalties like no, that. That is a mistake, you know, and uh, he had to burn another timeout, and 
you know, Scott certainly doesn't have any any problem calling him, but uh, he didn't want one there. He didn't want a second one right there, that's for sure. Well, Super One Foods in Agani Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite team. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. And uh, get active, be active, stay active. Active Physical Therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. 7.07 to play, quarter number one. Westwood leading Menominee 6-0 with the football, facing a third down and 17. Winner takes on Nagani, excuse me, Calumet, who beat Nagani last night, 42-14. Delangelo comes out of the shotgun. Nobody out wide on this, but excuse me, one out wide now. That's Pullman. Garrett Mann goes in motion, split out to the left. Delangelo, empty backfield, takes a snap, rolls to his right. Blitz coming, has to evade it. Delangelo running out of time. He's going to try and run, and he's brought down for a loss by Doobie. Yeah, just their linemen are just too athletic for Delangelo to uh, to outrun when the pocket protection breaks down. They just too much speed. On the field, fourth and 20, ball at the 30-yard line. Two wide, bolt to the far side. Eric Anderson, a tight end near side. Travis Uren there is a wing back. Man goes in motion out to the left. Delangelo takes a snap, steps up in the pocket. He's going to tuck it, run it, and he gains about two yards before being brought down. Nick Snyder came up to make the stop. Doobie in there as well. And the Maroons will take over first down and 10 inside their own 30-yard line. I tell you what, taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, Iron Mountain hosting Mancelona today. And the Mountaineers laid it 14-0 that game early in the opening quarter. So now another look at the Menominee offense and taking the snap going right up the middle is Keegan Monroe. And he's brought down as he crosses the 30, a gain of two, maybe three. Going to hear a heavy dose of that young man's name today. Once again, the Offensive Player of the Year in the UP, large school class. Eli Locola, all-UP honoree, was in there to make the stop. Out of the single wing, going right up the middle, that's Monroe again, and he's brought down just shy of the 35. You know, problem getting hats around the football so far for the Patriots. They've done a good job with that. Officially a gain of two, and it brings up third down and six. Ball spotted at the 33. It's all about discipline against a single wing, Dave. Nobody else in the UP runs this unique style of offense. Monroe, Romero Hare, and it's Romero Hare who takes the snap. He's looking to throw, rolls to the right, got a man and overthrew him. Was looking for Brendan Harris. Boy, another good defensive stand for the Patriots there. And it brings up fourth down and six for the Maroons. Boy, just in. Iron Mountain up 21 nothing. <laughs> How long have they been playing? Mountaineers. They had to have started at 1 o'clock, right? Have to. Oh, it's noon over there, though. Boy, Mancelona, that's tough. 
5.32 to play, opening quarter, Westwood leading 6-0. The Maroons still in that offensive formation, but it's normal for them to audible out of it and get in punt formation, and that's what they do now. Monroe gets a snap, chest high, and he boots it away. Another really nice punt that angles away from Pullman. Yeah, he's, he's been deliberately told, <laughs> get it as far as you can up the field and get it to roll out of bounds. And i I, I got to say, I like the strategy. I like it. Joe Noah knows this Westwood nope. team. He's watched film nope. all week. He's, he's, a, he's a studier. So the ball rolls out at the 35-yard line. That's where Westwood takes over, first and 10. This game started with a fumbled kick return, and Westwood recovered it at the 39-yard line, set up a short field, and a 20-yard touchdown pass from Delangelo to Pullman. Other than that first run from Delangelo on the option, though, there really hasn't been a lot to be made on the ground here for the Patriots. Just over three minutes into the game in Muskegon, and Muskegon leading Marquette 7-0. Shotgun formation for Delangelo, two wide on the play, both to the far side. Wing back, Anderson goes in motion right to left. They overload the right side. Delangelo gives it to Anderson on the end of round. He fights forward for about three or four yards. Odines came up to make the stop. A little crossbuck there out of the motion. Boy, that's, that's Coach Churchill's pulling out all the stops here. Gains four is what it looks like to the 39-yard line, so it's second down and six. Five minutes left opening quarter, 6 nothing Westwood on top. Winner takes on Calumet next weekend, that game at Agassiz Field. Copper King head coach John Crow's in the house, one of the many spectators packing into Westwood High School. Shotgun formation. Garrett Mann goes in motion. Delangelo fumble snap. And it's Anderson who jumps on top of it. Westwood was moving before they had the snap secured. And Eric Anderson dies back on top of it for a loss back to the 33. Oh, a critical mistake you can't have against the Maroons here today. You had yourself in pretty good shape. You were looking at second and uh, sixth right there. Now it's bringing up third and about 13 yards. You don't want to put yourself in that position. Two wide on the play, Mariuta plus Pullman. Tied in, Anderson to the near side of the field. Delangelo working from the gun. Goes in the hard count on third down and 13. Direct snap goes to Eric Anderson, who's trying to hit the corner. Great block from Delangelo as he cuts it back at the middle, and he's brought down for a gain of close to five. Yeah, see, they'd be in great shape had they not had that uh, fumble. Fumbled up snap. You know, that might have been enough for a first down right there, and your momentum keeps keeps going here. Wildcat snap to Anderson, and a great block from Delangelo, the quarterback out there. He doesn't get to hit people very often. Took advantage of it. Brings up fourth down and seven. Punt unit on for Westwood. Yeah, Kangas is back there. The deep man is Jonathan Boucher, who fumbled away the opening kick return. Low snap. Kangas gets it away anyway. And it bounces about 10 yards in front of Boucher. He's going to try and return it. And he's stacked up and dies forward after contact near the 40. That could have been dangerous. Pullman and Jack Bowles on a tackle. And it's first and 10 for Menominee. Ball spotted at the 41-yard line. So the Maroons begin this drive in their own territory once again. Patriots lead at 6 0, 317 to play, quarter number one. Playoff football here in the UP. Three wide on the play. 
They're going out of the shotgun. Romero here, bubble screen. It goes to Monroe. He's going to turn up field and run at a great block, and he gets across midfield near the first down marker. That's scary. That was a great tackle by Pullman off there, solo on uh, on Keegan, who had split out. The really nice block on the end, and the Maroons have enough to move the sticks into Patriot territory. Yeah, they caught the Patriots' transition a little bit in there in defense. You know, they were flopping. They were doing the strength flop there, and... Uh, you give Maroons credit. They got going with the ball. A more conventional offensive set. They've got four wide in the play, two to each side. Romero here from the gun. As Monroe goes in motion, he gets the pitch and fumbles the football. Monroe oh. is back on top of it, however, near the 47. But that Garrett ball Mann. was knocked loose by Garrett Mann, who came on the blitz. Oh, that could have been disastrous for Menominee. Loses five back to the 47. And it brings up third down and, excuse me, second down and 14. Spreading the field once again. Four wide, two to each side. Romero hair from the gun. More conventional than their single wing. Monroe goes in motion left to right. Romero hair takes a snap. Blitz coming, steps, fires, and nearly intercepted. Eric Anderson had it, and he can't believe he didn't hang on to it. Eric Anderson couldn't believe it. He threw it right to him. Mm-hmm. He couldn't believe it. It was one of those ones like, oh, my God, the ball's coming right to me. I think he was surprised that that pass came his way. Oh, it looked like he threw it to him. I think it shocked Anderson. And now it's third down and 14. The drive started so well for the Maroons. Four-man front defensively. Twins to each side for Romero Hare. Odines goes in motion right to left. Romero Hare takes a snap, rolls out to the right side. He's going to tuck it and run it, and he gains a few of the fumble yards back, and then the ball pops free again. And there's no signal yet. Looks like the Maroons got back on it. It's Brandon Harris who comes up from the bottom of the pile with the football, and he does so at the Patriot 49. So back to the original line of scrimmage. It's fourth and ten. What do you do here, Dave? Minute 43 to play, quarter number one, 6 nothing Westwood. I got to tell you, you know, the way you've been playing defense so far here um, the last few series, I'd punt, try and get them deep. Maroon's coming back out in that single wing look. That's normal for them. They will audible out to punt. I I like the call from Coach Coach Noam. Got a couple of gunners to each side. Monroe is going to step up and pass it. It's a fake down the sideline. It is batted away and complete. Nice play. Number two, Zach Carlson stayed with it. He batted it the first time, and they both still have another chance at it. It's a Zach attack. He started this year playing in the secondary. That's a big play from the sophomore right there. Stay with your man. Good play. Single coverage. He was looking for Harris, but Monroe's got an arm on him. It was a fake punt pass. And the Maroons turn it over in plus territory. First and 10, Westwood at their own 49. A minute 10 to go opening quarter. It's 6-0. This game's had a little bit of everything so far, Dave. We're not even one quarter old. Two wide bolt to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. Anderson, the wing back near side of the field. Man, a step to Delangelo's right. Taylor takes a snap, rolls out to the left side. He's going to tuck it, run it, goes across midfield. Is brought down from behind at the 45 by Doobie. Good game. I'll tell you what, the Maroons do not want Westwood to get that running attack going. 
if they get that running attack going, this is such a tough team to defend because they can do so many things out of it. It's a gain of six after the 45, so it brings up second down and four. Hey, by the way, if you're out and you're not able to be here today, you're listening, we appreciate you listening. Check out our social media, Jared Kosky, affiliate with us. He's out there posting social media content, brave in the cold. 28 degrees at game time. Second down and four. QB keeper right at the middle for Delangelo, and it's Doobie again who came up to make the stop after a gain of one. Tough line play. We're going to be calling Doobie's name a lot. Another all-UP performer gets in as a defensive end. I haven't seen the Patriot offensive linemen struggle this much since, say, the Calumet game. Brings up third down. We'll call it two. Well, just inside the 44-yard line as we hit the end of the opening quarter. Let's take a timeout. More Patriot football after this on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back, Tanner Hoops Day, Bose. Glad to have you along. Again, Jared Kosky is on the sideline putting up social media content on our Facebook page, ESPN-UP. Be sure to check that out. And Thomas Dunstan in the studio, 6-0 Westwood with the football as we get set to start quarter number two. A couple scores to update you on. Iron Mountain continues to lead Mancelona 21-0, that game nearing the end of the opening quarter. And Marquette trailing Muskegon 14-0, that game midway through the opening quarter. It's third down and two. Patriots with the football at the Menominee 44-yard line. Two wide, bolt to the near side. That's Mariuzza, then Pullman in the slot. Four-man front defensively for the Maroons, showing blitz on third and two. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls to the right side, looking to throw. Now he's going to tuck it, run it, and he might have lost half a yard. Odines came up to make the stop. And it brings up fourth down and about two, three, long two. I tell you, Dylan O'Deans, there's nothing easy about trying to block that young man. Six nothing Westwood. He's a stud. Patriots recovered a fumble in the game's opening kickoff. Took it 39 yards down the field and scored. 20-yard hookup from Delangelo to Pullman as the Patriot offense stays on the field. Tight end Ty Alderton to the near side of the field. Double receivers to the far side. Delangelo takes a snap, running off tackle. Left side, diving near the pylon. That depends on the spot. Well, I think you got it. Caden Bigger on the stop. That looks like a that looks like a first down. Oh! They're moving the ball back. Oh! Oh! That's that's always tough when you move the ball back eight inches in front of the whole uh, in front of the whole crowd. And Scott Sergil is out to the hash mark pleading his case, and the officials say that Menominee did indeed get the stop. They'll take over on downs. That's a tough one. 
Scott Sergil is still out there on the field. He's just yeah. irate. You know, it's tough when somebody else actually has a spot and you got to go by that spot, but then that referee has to move the ball. We've had that a couple times this year. In front of the whole crowd, you got to move the ball back away from what would have been a first down, you know. First and ten, Menominee. Direct snap goes to Harris going up the middle, brought down at the 45. Gain of about three. Now we have a flag coming in at the end of the play. Well after it was over, and it's in the Westwood secondary area. I think that was on Menominee. And it is against Menominee. Personal foul against the Maroons. Kind of hit after the play, and that's a 15-yard flag, Dave. 10.39 to go, first half. Westwood leading 6-0 over Menominee. Trying to win their third playoff game in school history, playing at home for the first time in the postseason. Winner gets Calumet next week. That game at Agassiz Field, the brand-new turf up there at Calumet. That's where the Patriots' season ended a year ago. This is a big penalty because this was after the play was over. It should be a 15-yard flag. Yeah, and you shouldn't get the down back. The official does signal up here that it's second down. And they are spotting the football all the way back at the 30-yard line. That's a big penalty. So 10.39 to go, quarter number two. Six-nothing Westwood. The snow has stayed off today. It's piled up just beyond the track along the ridge. Odin's motions out. Direct snap goes to Harris. Off tackle right side. He's got a big gain out to the 40. And then some tiptoes around midfield and is brought down in Patriot territory. Brandon Harris. With a first down carry, got the penalty yards and then some back. Michael Buzino chased him down from behind. Just that sweep around the end. Boy, Buzino coming from his lineman spot, and thankfully he did, taking a pursuit angle and getting him downfield. Otherwise, that was it. That was going to be a track meet. That's a gain of 27 to the Patriot 43. Up the middle, it's Monroe, and Monroe brought down near the 41, a gain of one, maybe two. Eric Anderson looked like he was in there in the stop along with Eli Locola. That's a gain of two, and it brings up second down and eight at the 41. Six-nothing Westwood. Single wing set. The two deep men, Harris and Monroe, and it's Monroe who's going to go right up the middle, right into Garrett Mann's arms, and drives him back maybe about a yard, just gets inside the 40. So it brings up third down, and we'll call it seven from just inside the 40-yard line. Got to think this is two-down territory. 9.30 to play, quarter number two. Patriots continuing to lead 6-0. Scored in the opening drive. Not a lot since. Nobody out wide of the play. Single wing set. Five-man front defensively for Westwood this time. Harris takes a snap, goes up the middle. Harris has a nice block, and he has enough for the first down, brought down by Mann. Brought down around the 32. It looks like they're spotting the football as they move the sticks. So the Maroons on the move after stopping Westwood inches shy of the first down marker. Trying to rally. 
Single wing set. Harris with it again. Harris tiptoeing going up the middle, and he's stacked up and thrown backwards after gaining about half a yard. Matt Pavo coming up to help out on the stop. He's joined by Jackson Vidlin. Garrett Mann in there as well. Gains two out to the 30-yard line, so it's second down and eight. Calumet awaits the winner. That game at Calumet next week, either Friday or Saturday. Road school will get to determine that. Copper Kings beat Nagani last night, 42-14. Monroe, the ball carrier this time, out to the 25 and is brought down as he hit the secondary. Delangelo, the safety, made the tackle. And right now, Dave, it's not complicated. They are just grounding, pounding, and going right out Westwood. Yeah, but you're, we're seeing finally the adjustment for them is, like you saw Keegan there, he waited. He lets the play develop ahead of him, and then he picks a hole and takes off rather than just a set hole to go to. Third down and three, ball at the 25. Eight-minute mark here in quarter number two, six-nothing Westwood. Odines motions out. Harris, the ball carry off tackle right side, wrapped up near the first down marker, and he dives forward. His momentum, that's yeah, all good to pick the spot. It's a little short. First down, got it. Out to the 22. So the Maroons moving the sticks, put together a really nice drive after stopping Westwood on downs. First and 10 at the 22. Harris brings in the plank off from the sideline. Right now, the Maroons are just winning the battle up front. They're gaining three to four yards every play. Outside of one big play, that 27-yard run by Harris, there hasn't been a lot going for him other than the three, four-yard gain. Here's an... Running to the outside, that's Harris, and Harris beats the blitz and is brought down by Garrett Mann near the 17-yard line. The Maroons just keep gaining three, four yards of play. Need another penalty, something. Set them back a few yards. Yeah, good momentum here for the Maroons right now. It's the best uh, best rhythm we've seen them get into yet. Nobody out wide. The deep backs, Romero, Hare, and Monroe. Now Monroe is going to option out, roll out as a receiver. Romero, Hare, rolling out to the right, fires. That ball is... Did he catch it? No, he did he not. He did not. Incomplete, intended for Monroe. And it brings up third down at about seven. That might be the break that Westwood needed. I tell you what, Dave, there was only one Patriot player out there who could have made the tackle if they did decide to run it. And Romero here sold him on a fake. He could have ran and got positive yardage if he wanted to. That was a mistake. I think he was waiting for, I think he thought Keegan was going to open up there and take off, and he was going to get all six out of that. Third down and seven. Ball at the 17, Romero Hare rolling out to the right side, looking to throw. Now he's going to step up and try to run it with nobody there, and he's run out of bounds by Travis Yeren. Well, good speed to the sideline. Yeah, that's one thing that you know the Patriots haven't lacked all year is that ability to get sideline to sideline. It's fourth down and about six. Ball is at the 17-yard line, and we'll see what the Maroons decide to do. They do have a good kicking game. Big play here for the game, though. Fourth and six, and it looks like they're keeping the offense on the field. 
Shotgun formation with four out wide for Romero Hare. Takes a snap, rolls to the left side, double screen, Monroe caught. He turns it upfield, Monroe puts a shoulder down and tiptoes the sideline. Diving for the pylon, is he in? There's no signal yet. He's in. Yeah, he got the pylon. I, you know, they, he was waiting. I don't know why the referee was waiting on this side. He was looking across the field. The kid got the pylon. That's a touchdown. What an athletic play by Keegan Monroe. Fourth down and six. Monroe turns a bubble screen upfield for six, and the Maroons have tied it with 6.05 to go in the second quarter. PAT pending. And they do have a kicking game. They've got Mackenzie Hansen out there to kick it. This would give the Maroons the lead. Snap is good. The hold is down. The kick is good. Yeah, he drilled it. That's a big kick right there and a big drive for the Maroons. I'll tell you what, it's really what they needed because to that point, not a lot had gone right here for the Menominee Maroons. 6.05 to play quarter number two. Let's take a quick timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game, because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, we welcome you back. Tanner Hoops Day Bows with you. Glad to have you along. If you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, look to MBank from business loans to home mortgages and everything in between. MBank's in your corner and just around the corner. Stop and meet the team. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Art Van Furniture in Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who've been serving our community at Household Appliance since 1971. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattress. Visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. And the Fox Motors team here in the UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans at today's game, as well as the educational efforts of all who are involved in making our students succeed. Thank you and good luck to the Patriots. So now... The Maroons will kick off for the first time today. I'm wondering if you're not going to see a squib here from the Maroons. Their kicker has one heck of a leg. That is Pedro Montoya, an exchange student. And he boots this one away down the sideline. And it takes a hop near the 25. Westwood's going to try and return it. They do. Going up the sideline, Pullman steps out of bounds. Try to tiptoe the sideline. Kick had a funny hop to it, a weird angle. Montoya, native of Spain, an exchange student at Menominee. He's got one heck of a leg. Put the boot to that one. Yeah, multiple kickers on this team. A rare breed in high school football. I love kicking in high school football, Dave. Yeah, so many people having to do their job, the long snap, the hold, everything. Every part of the kicking in high school football is great to watch. Ball spotted at the Patriot 32. They take over trailing 7-6. Six-minute mark here in quarter number two. Delangelo works from the shotgun. See if that momentum bleeds over to the Maroon defense here. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. It's a direct snap. Eric Anderson, he's brought down for a loss. Blitz came, and it was Dante Sardarelli. Sardarelli just knifed through. Was able to get him on the ground before anything gets started. Loss of two back to the 30. It brings up second down and 12. And since that opening drive, there's just not been a lot of offense for Westwood. 
no, while we did it on the pass, it's really keyed off of our running game. Delangelo brings in the plank off in the sideline. Full house here at Westwood High School. People all around the field on the track. Both bands are here. Menominee brought a fan bus up. It is one heck of an atmosphere here in early November. Delangelo from the gun takes a snap, rolls out to the left side. He steps up and runs the football, and he's brought down for a gain of about five, no, three, depending on the spot. Looks like he gained four, they'll call it. So four out to the 34, and it brings up third down and eight. Seven, six Maroons, under five to play, half number one. Delangelo brings the play call in. They sub out Alderton. They're going to try and spread the field here a little bit. They've got two wide, both to the near side. Eric Anderson, tight end. He split out to the right along with Garrett Mann. Shotgun on third and eight. Four-man front for the Maroons. Man goes in motion. Jet sweep to Pullman around the end. Nothing there. Nick Snyder was not fooled. The first man to meet him is the one who makes a stop. So now it brings up fourth down and about, it looked like he lost a yard, fourth and nine, we'll call it. Yeah, that's a punt team going out. you gotta, you got to get it kicked away here. Special teams unit hits the field. Patriots trailing 7-6, fourth down and nine, ball at the 33, four-minute mark as the clock continues to roll here in quarter number two. Stephen Kangas on to boot it away. As he awaits the snap. Patriots will let the clock wind down a little bit. Low snap. It takes one bounce to Kangas. Now he's going to fake it, and he's going to throw it, and it's intercepted. Harris up the sideline. Harris tiptoeing, stayed in bounds, and he's going to return this one to the end zone. Looks like he got in. I don't know if that was a designed fake. Yeah, I- I'm not sure if that was the call or not. You couldn't tell. He, he could have been yelling, you know, red, red, red. I don't think that was intentional. But a pick six for Brendan Harris. And now the PAT try. Hanson out there. Romero Hare will be the holder. A fourth down play gone wrong, a low snap. Kangas tried to throw it as it's a low kick, and it's a line drive that gets through. 3.28 to play here in quarter number two, 14-6, and this game has turned a 180, Dave, since the opening drive, really, for Westwood. Big second quarter here for the for the Maroons, stuck 14 up on the board. Had some positive offense, good special teams play right there. Brandon Harris with the interception return for a touchdown on fourth down. A fake punt, a low snap at one hop to Kangas. He rolled out and tried to throw it, and Harris picks it off and returns it to the end zone. Well, Craig Getlamacki is a thriving financial representative. He helps people get where they want to be with money and live generously. Craig, uh, his 30 years of experience will work for you. Contact him to review your game plan for retirement. Good luck to the Patriots. Eagle Mine is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers for more info. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com. 
they are proud to serve you. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local teams, hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more. Get behind your favorite school with their apparel. And Big Boy Restaurant Marquette is room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner, buffets with room for everybody to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Check it out next time that you stop by. This game has flipped dramatically from quarter to quarter. 14-6 Menominee as they set to kick it away. Montoya, right-footed kicker, approaches. And he sends a boot end over end, and it's fielded around the 20-yard line. It's Stephen Kangas with it. Kangas going right up the middle and right into the Menominee defense, brought down to the 20. Tell you what, Dave, snow is starting to come down here at Westwood High School. That's starting to come sideways. Sideways snow blowing right in front of us. And it is the first home playoff game in Westwood school history. But right now the atmosphere makes it feel like a neutral site game. They traveled really well, Menominee did. So first and ten, Westwood at the 20, but before they can get that going, let's see, they had a tee that they had to get off the field. Now they're ready. We're ready for football now. Shotgun formation. Two tight ends, two wide, both to the far side of the field. Delangelo working from the gun, standing at his own 15, takes a snap, and he rolls out to the left side, tucks and runs it up the middle, and he gains about five, and the ball popped loose at the end. Was the play over? I didn't hear a whistle. And the Maroons are back on top of it. There is no signal yet, though. West was trying to say that he was down. So four officials are getting together. I didn't hear a whistle, Dave. I'm not sure that we would. Yeah, we're not in a situation where we would hear a whistle here. There is no signal yet. Based on all their acting here, it's Westwood Ball here. I believe that's a right call. Yeah, they're calling him down. He's pointing down. The Boo Birds come out from the Menominee fans. <laughs> yeah, Menominee, like they're ready for that to be. That's just the momentum they need right now. Gain of six. That's a positive for Westwood. Had trouble moving the football last couple of drives. Second down at four, ball at the 26. Delangelo working from the shotgun against a four-man front. Two wide, bolt to the near side. Maroon show blitz. Taylor takes a snap and cuts right at the middle. He's got a first down, and he's brought down as he crosses the 30. That's important right there. Just moving the sticks was important right now, I think, for the Patriots, uh, Tanner. Snyder came up to make the stop from his linebacker spot. The Patriots move the football out to the 32. A new set of downs trailing 14 to 6. 234 to play. Quarter number two. Patriots with one timeout. Two wide bolt to the far side. Four man front defensively. Delangelo from the gun. Goes on the hard count now. Takes a snap. Runs off tackle to the left side. Delangelo across the 35 and ridden down for a gain of two, maybe three. And Westwood will use their third and final timeout as Doobie came up to make the tackle. Well, Westwood's moving the football day. The offensive line, they're picking up. Westwood hasn't changed a lot scheme-wise, but the offensive line is just starting to elevate their play a little bit more. I think uh, Coach, I think Coach Sergio went over to Delangelo and challenged him a little bit and said, you need to take this over. I need something out of you right now, son, and we've seen that in a couple of plays here from Delangelo. Snow is coming down. 
high school football snow. I never experienced this, Dave. I mean, I, I, I know it's cold, you know, snow being out there, but kind of looks like fun, doesn't it? <laughs> well, once you're playing, it's you're warm. <laughs> you're standing on the sidelines with equipment on it. You know, a lot of fun. I know it, it can be. It can be cold over there. Our correspondent, Jared Koski, on the sideline. I'm sure he's doing his darndest to keep updating social media for us. Check that out, the content, the videos, and whatnot that he's posting on our Facebook page, ESPN-UP. Westwood out of the timeout. Second down, and we'll call it seven. Ball just beyond the 35-yard line. No timeouts left for Delangelo and company. Trailing 14-6, 2.15 to play, quarter number two. Shotgun for Delangelo, standing at the, his uh, his own 30 to receive the football. Pullman goes in motion left to right. Delangelo takes a snap, stepping up, now looking to throw down the sideline. Got Anderson caught. Anderson in the secondary down the sideline and dragged down from behind near the 30. Get the clock stopped here while they move it. 2.07 to play, and Westwood gets down the 30. A long hookup. From Anderson, excuse me, to Anderson from Delangelo, it's a gain of 37. I'll tell you the difference I see, though, Tanner, is that would have been a touchdown against the other, a lot of the other teams that we have played this year. And Menominee, just a lot of speed all over the field. Maroons took a timeout. 2.07 to play here in quarter number two. Patriots with the ball at the 30. Really the first sign of life for Westwood since that opening drive. Well, you think about it, Dave. Westwood trailing here. They've been outplayed here in the second quarter, but Menominee's score is set up by, I don't want to say flukes, but big plays. Big plays, and if you can get a score here for the Patriots, they're going to kick the ball off to you again to begin this second half, if I'm not wrong. Patriots will get the football to start half number two. Menominee's scoring drives... Well, the first one was uh, set up by a 27-yard run after a long penalty. You think if Westwood doesn't allow that big play, they force a stop, get the ball back, and then a fourth down fake punt pass that was intercepted and returned for a touchdown. Westwood's right there in this one. The defensive effort has been there. So now Westwood, out of the timeout, set the personnel group. They've got two tight ends, Alderton to the far side, Anderson, to this side of the field. Ball at the 30. Westwood trailing by 8. 2.07 to play quarter number 2. Delangelo from the gun standing at the 34. Man a step to his right. Delangelo takes a snap. Rolls to the right. Fires got a man. That's caught Mariuzza. Mariuzza turning it upfield into the secondary. And he's finally brought down inside the 10. Check that. Maybe the 15. Let's call it the 15. My yard line's messed up. And Mariuzza brought down officially at the 14-yard line. So a gain of 16 on the hookup, Delangelo to Mariuzza. That's what Westwood's been looking for. Start airing the ball out. It's been working. Minute 38 to play. Ball at the 14-yard line. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls out to the left side, stepping up, looking to fire, got him, and ball tipped incomplete. Oh, he just couldn't get enough on it. Did oh, he, he was tipped, tipped, coming he was out? tipped okay. at the line of scrimmage Boy, by he Doobie. Had he had a wide open man in the end zone. That was Anderson, and the ball never got there because Doobie tipped it at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he couldn't put the brakes on and get back to it, so the ball just didn't have enough. But that was, that was going to be six right there. Westwood finding success with the passing attack. Minute 29 to play quarter number two. 
Patriots, second and ten at the Maroon 14-yard line. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. Two wide in the play, both to the far side. Anderson, tight end, near side. Alderton to the far side. Delangelo rolls out, stepping up, looking to fire left side. It is nearly intercepted. Probably should have been intercepted. Mackenzie Hansen, the safety. Yeah, I don't think Mackenzie can believe he missed that. Just shorted him a little. That was just miscommunication between Anderson as an intended target. Minute 22 to go, third quarter. Patriots with no timeouts left. Third down and 10. Ball at the Maroon 14, trailing by eight. Oh, so big if you can punch it in right here. Potentially tie the game going into halftime. You get the ball to start the third quarter. Big play in the ball game coming up right here. Double tight end set. Anderson far side. Alderton near side. Two wide bolt to the far side. That's Mariuzza and Pullman. Delangelo from the gun with man a step to his left. Taylor standing at the 19. Takes the shotgun snap. Rolls out. Blitz coming. Delangelo brought down. Brought down at the 24-yard line. And officially, that will go down as a QB sack. Delangelo loses about 10. Kennison Bolvin came up to make the stop for Menominee. Clock continues to roll under a minute to play. And it brings up fourth down and 20 for Westwood at the 24. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Double tight end set. And a timeout's been called by Manama, who said, Dave, that there shouldn't be a lot of issues with the field in the pregame. Well, now the snow's coming down. It's starting to make it a little more slick. Yeah, it has. It's slicked it up a little bit. You've seen some slipping and some sliding. Well, I tell you what, for a higher level of service, look to Amber's Credit Union, Super One Foods, and Agani Marquette. Support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Good luck. To the Patriots. Peninsula Glassinato knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glassinato looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Craig Getlamacki is a thriving representative that helps people be wise with their money and live generously. Put Craig's 30 years of experience to work for you. Contact Craig uh, to review your game plan for retirement. Good luck to the Patriots. Fourth down and 20. Ball at the Maroon 24-yard line. Patriots with no timeouts and 43 seconds left to work with here in the first half, trailing 14-6. That scored in their opening drive after recovering a fumble on the opening kickoff. That timeout right there was to loosen up that secondary, make sure we know where they're going for coverage, I think. Setting the personnel group for Westwood, you've got Eli Local out there in the offensive line. There's a new center? No, there's not. Matt Pavo still out there. Two wide to the near side. Delangelo working from the gun. Anderson, wing back to the near side. Delangelo takes a snap. Blitz coming, stepping up in the pocket. Fires down the sideline for Anderson. Caught inside the five to the end zone. Diving for the pylon is he in. He's not. I think he's short. They're calling him down. It's a gain of 24 to the goal line. Clock stops while they reset the sticks. Westwood, no timeouts. 33 seconds left. First and goal inside the one. Delangelo. Clock resumes. Trying to go up the middle. The play's blown dead. 
clock did it look like? That's it. That's what he did. Okay. So he clocks it with 29 seconds to play. Should be second down. It'll be second down and goal ball just inside the one yard. How about the hookup from Delangelo to Anderson? 24 yards to the goal line. Yeah, Anderson just came back to the ball. That's all. He won it up in the air. Anderson made the adjustment. Patriots trailing by a score. One wide to each side, and now we get a whistle and a timeout. Menominee. Well, Dave, what do you do here if you're Westwood? Because you're less than a yard away. But if you get stopped trying to run the football, you don't have a timeout. You may not get another playoff. Well, your second down, you could also clock it again. So it does give you the option, but then you're pulling away one of those down opportunities that you have down there. But it literally is on, what, the one-foot line? Mm -hmm. Big turning point in the game right here. 29 seconds left first half. Patriots, no timeouts, inside the one-yard line, trailing 14-6. to Westwood started this drive at their own 20. Converted a big fourth down a moment ago. A 24-yard pass from Delangelo to Anderson. Gets him down to the goal line. That came on fourth and 20. Neither team with a timeout left. 14-6 Maroons. They've scored 14 unanswered. Patriots knocking on the door as the snow continues to come down. Winner of this game on the road at Calumet next week. And the personnel for Westwood, Delangelo out there with Eric Anderson. Delangelo is going to work under center. Anderson the deep back. Travis Uren out there is a wing back. Lines up to the near side. One wide on the play. Far side, that's Pullman. Delangelo, QB keeper up the middle. Not much there. Diving with a second effort. And now we get a whistle after a second effort. 15 seconds left. Clock's still going. Westwood has got to hurry up. they got to clock it again. 10 seconds left. Delangelo does spike it. So now it's fourth down. Nine seconds left. Westwood still at the one-yard line. Pyle did its darndest to get Taylor into the end zone, and he had a good second effort, a late surge, and the play just wasn't blown dead. Fourth and goal for Westwood. Very well could be the last play of the first half. One wide to the far side, that's Pullman. Fourth and goal inside the one, Delangelo under center. Gets a snap from Pavo, pitches Anderson, he stops short. Odin's made the stop. And the Maroons survive. Still four seconds left in the first half. Menominee, even if they want to take a knee here, it's going to be difficult to do just inside the two-yard line with Anderson losing a yard. Yeah, you're going to see the why risk anything. You're out. You're up by eight right here. Menominee is just going to get across that line and take a knee. That's, that's the clock you're going in half. Four seconds left. Patriots were less than a yard away from scoring. Had to clock it twice, and they couldn't press it in. Single wing. They're going to run a play. It's Harris running out to the right side. Harris stacked up and trying to fight defenders off. They wrap him up for a loss. Odd, didn't sound like we heard a whistle? Eli Lokola was the one who brought him down. And that's the way that the first half ends. 
14-6 Menominee, a good one here at Westwood High School. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to especially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops Day Bows on the call. Glad to have you along. Halftime score, Menominee leading Westwood 14-6. Patriots got the scoring going, recovering a fumble on the opening kickoff. They started a drive at the Maroon 39-yard line. It ended with a 20-yard touchdown pass from Taylor Delangelo to Chad Pullman. The two-point try was no good. That would be the score after one quarter. Then Menominee got a 17-yard touchdown pass to Keegan Monroe with 6.05 to go in the first half. The extra point gave the Maroons their first lead. On the ensuing drive, Westwood was faced with fourth down, a low snap, and then they tried to throw the football rather than punt it. It was picked off by Brendan Harris. He returns it for the interception, uh, return for the touchdown, and the Patriots trail 14-6. But... They would get the ball down inside the one-yard line after converting a fourth down and 20 from the Maroon 24. They got the ball within the one, but couldn't punch it in. They had two downs to do it and no timeouts. They were stopped with nine seconds to play and less than a yard from the end zone. That's where we sit as we hit halftime. 14-6 Westwood trailing Menominee here in this Division VI first-round playoff matchup. Let's take another timeout. More in our halftime show after this on ESPN-UP. You combine a century of truck building know-how with 7 million miles of testing. You don't just get any old truck. You get one that's bigger, stronger, and lighter than the previous generation. One that's built on the legacy of the most dependable, long-lasting, full-sized pickups on the road. You get a Silverado. The bold, fluid design of the all-new Silverado isn't just for show. Like the rest of the truck, it's here to work. No matter if you're an experienced hauler or just joining the Silverado family for the first time, you'll be able to choose the truck that's right for you. So climb into the all-new Silverado now and find new roads at Fox Nagani. Man, I love my UP life. With free pickup and delivery for all service work. Fox Nagani, experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art band furniture, locally owned, U.S. 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Zulke Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zulke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zulke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. We welcome you back to Westwood High School. Our halftime show continues. Let's do so by taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Well, Marquette got within two scores when they headed down to Muskegon, taking on the Big Reds. They got within two scores midway through the second quarter at 21-7, but since then, three unanswered touchdowns for Muskegon as they lead 42-7, 4.32 to play 
in half number one there. Elsewhere around the UP, Cadillac 28-12 lead over Escanaba. That game is at halftime. Also at halftime, Iron Mountain 33-0. They have the lead over Mancelona as we continue to check on the out-of-town scoreboard. Busy day around the UP. Northern Michigan hockey home tonight. Football taking on Northwood. A busy day here at Westwood High School. I tell you what, Dave, every score has been set up by some kind of big play. Westwood had that short field after the uh, recovery on special teams, a fumble recovery to start the game. That set up the 20-yard touchdown pass from Pullman to Delangelo. Menominee, of course, they had that long 27-yard run that got them rolling after being backed up for a personal foul, and that would result in a 17-yard touchdown pass, and then the pick six for Brandon Harris. That's where we sit at 14-6. to Both teams have played fairly even throughout this first half and it might just come down to who's going to get a bounce or a break to go their way here in the second half yeah you know and you could see uh part of it why that punt turning into six was such a big piece i think coach Sergio that sees that you know certainly so far our defense has been able to play with them a little bit here and um you know that's going to make it a tight game we got to take every break that it rolls our way out there uh, it's going to be important to be able to to put any more points on the board up against the the Maroons here. At least we get the ball to the begin this half, but uh, we're going to have to show a little bit more consistency in the offense to be able to pull this one out in the end. I tell you what, Westwood with a great crowd on hand today. The stadium full. Both teams are here with a large fan base. Uh, Menominee traveled really well getting up here and bringing their band as well as a Westwood band. It's a great atmosphere here in a snowy Saturday afternoon. I love this, Dave. I think we can do all of our games. We should uh, should move into Saturdays. I like this. <laughs> you like the Saturday afternoon like game? Yeah, yeah, it's worked out well for us. We'll uh, hopefully get a good outcome at the end of this one. I tell you what, the winner is on to take on Calumet. That game next week at Calumet. And like you mentioned earlier, Dave, the rule in Michigan is that the road team gets to determine whether that's a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon kickoff if there's more than 75 miles between the two schools, campus to campus. And that would certainly qualify each of these teams, Westwood Menominee. So the winner we know will go to Calumet next weekend. The only question is, will they be uh, playing Friday night at 7 or Saturday afternoon at 1? That game at Agassiz Field in Calumet. And, of course, John Crows, Copper Kings head coach, is here doing a little scouting, fresh off his victory over Nagani last night, 42-14. to Take another time out. we got more coming up on our halftime show after this on ESPN-UP. MBank offers sophisticated banking solutions to support your business. When you bank with MBank, we support you every step of the way, combining big bank resources with personal service and quick local decision-making that moves at the speed your business moves. MBank has helped a wide range of small to mid-sized businesses achieve success. Our experienced team makes it easy and convenient to help you grow. Let MBank design a personalized plan for your business's unique needs. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Monotowners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpavu. 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Enter Hoops Day. Bo's with you. Glad to have you along on a snowy Saturday afternoon here in early November. Halftime score once again. Patriots trailing Menominee 14-6 in a really well-played Upper Peninsula football game. Tell you what, Dave, Westwood has had success airing the football out. They're going to have to keep going back to that here in the second half, and that can be a challenge with the weather, what have you. But tell you what, Taylor didn't look like it was bothering him too much because that drive started, the drive where they got down to the goal line inside the one right before the first half ended. They were throwing the football, and the snow was coming down pretty good. Yeah, it didn't seem to have at least impacted Taylor to the point where he couldn't put it on where he needed to put it. Um, you know, um, I think there's going to have to be a mix of both here to move this ball against the Maroons because certainly just the run game, um, there's too much speed on this uh, Maroon defense to be able to make that happen. Well, Menominee is back out onto the field, taking their second-half warm-ups. Westwood's still in the locker room. Going to have to start getting the run game going at least a little bit, though, Dave. I mean, it's it's been there on a few different plays, but over unofficially for Westwood overall, 32 yards on 21 carries, very un-Westwood-like. No, it's going to have to be a mix, but, uh, you know, we certainly knew that that was going to be the the tough part of uh, facing the Maroons here today was going to be trying to run the ball against that daunting defense. Defensively, though, you got to be pretty happy with Westwood's effort. I mean, they had the one scoring drive, but the other touchdown came on special teams. I think we've gotten some kids to the ball, and it's been really good for us. I tell you what, Dave, we talked about how special teams, and Coach Noah alluded to this in the pregame, that special teams can be that break. You know, it's only about 20% of the game, but sometimes that's all you need to make or break a yeah, game. And, exactly. When you get to this time of the year, I think you're right on it, Tanner. It's it's even more important then. You know what it reminds me of is uh, that low snap on the punt. I, I don't think that was designed, and, you know, it was. Yeah, I, I don't think the play call was designed. The low snap obviously wasn't. The low snap does cost Westwood in that sense. Kind of reminds me of the Calumet game. That that kind of cost us that game. That yeah. bad snap on a punt. Exactly, and you got to be a hundred percent when it's going to be a tight game already. You got to be a hundred percent. I tell you what, Westwood. Don't know sign of them yet. Is they're making their way over from the locker room? Here they come. Patriots back on the field. Let's take another timeout. More in our halftime show after this on ESPN UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home. With straight talk, no BS banking, and the very best mortgage for you. Embers is dedicated to helping the people of the UP get ahead. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagati and Marquette welcome playoff football with these specials. Black Angus Boneless Beef Top Round Steak, a family pack for $3.49 a pound. Smithfield Boneless Pork Shoulder Roast, $1.66 a pound. Frozen Whole Fryer Chickens, $0.88 cents a pound. Extra Large Red, Black, or Green Grapes, $1.66 a pound. And Shasta 12-pack of 12-ounce cans, $2.99 plus deposit. Prices are good through Saturday, November 2nd at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. 
Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Enter Hoops Day, Bones, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. We've got a correspondent, Jared Koski, who's been braving the cold down there in the sideline, putting some content out on social media for us. Give him, yeah. a, give him a little love. Check those out. Who were we telling he was our sideline reporter? Uh, we, uh... We, we kind of told everybody, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, what were we saying? Who was the corresponding? He's uh, our Aaron Andrews. Our Aaron Andrews, yeah. Coach <laughs> Koski said, I just don't have the legs for it. <laughs> yep. Well, I tell you what, uh, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes with you on the call as we get set to start half number two. And, again, some scores from around the UP at halftime. Sault Ste. Marie, a 16-0 lead over Ludington. Iron Mountain, 33-0. They're on top of Mancelona. Escanaba trailing Cadillac, 28-12. And Marquette trailing in the second quarter, 42-7. They are taking on Muskegon. The Big Reds ranked 18th in America. The 18th-ranked team in the nation. That is Marquette's opponent today. Way to start half number two. Westwood will get the football to start things off. And I tell you what, Dave, how differently this second half could look if we get a start like we did for the game. Yeah, got to get it going. You know, need uh, need positive things to come out of this. This game started with a fumble on the opening kickoff return. Westwood recovered it at the Menominee 39, and they drove the short field and scored a few plays later in a 20-yard touchdown pass from Taylor Delangelo to Chad Pullman. Can the Patriots get a little magic going here in the second half and win their first ever home playoff game in school history? We'll find out next here on ESPN-UP. Be a part of the conversation about high school sports. Grab your cell phone and follow the MHSAA on Twitter at MHSAA. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram for tournament in-game updates, event announcements, and high school sports news around the state year-round. You can connect with the MHSAA today. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, we welcome you back. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes with you. Half number two about to commence here at Westwood High School. Patriots operating from left to right across your radio dial, getting set to receive the second half kickoff from Montoya and the Maroons. 14-6 Menominee on top. Let's see if the Patriots can get something going here in this opening drive, get themselves back into this one, tie the game potentially. Patriots 7-2, and two, Maroons 6-3. and three. They've never met in school history prior to today, but it's been a good one so far. Worth the price of admission. 29th ever postseason trip for this Maroon program. Tradition rich as ever. They were 2-7 and seven last year, missed the playoffs for the first time in 22 years, and they're back this season. Montoya ready now. He's got it teed up. He's ready to kick it away from right to left. As we've seen, he has got a boot. Montoya, right-footed kicker, approaches, and he sends a high arcing kick, not deep, and will have a return on it near the 25 and cutting up the middle, brought down for a short uh, return, looks like Garrett Mann. Brought down at the 35, we'll call it, 35-yard line, first and 10, Westwood. Anderson. 
Eric Anderson. Yep, Anderson up to about the 36-yard line. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Four-man front defensively for Menominee. Snow's abated away a little bit, but a couple of flurries that are still rebelliously cascading down. One wide to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Delangelo on first and ten. Ball just beyond the 35-yard line. Yuren goes in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap and rolls out to the left side. He's got room to run, and he is going to run it and dives forward for a gain of about two or three. Had a hole, and it closed pretty quickly as Hanson, the safety, came up to make the stop for Menominee. A gain of two at second and eight. Winner takes on Calumet at their place next week. Chance to get to the quarterfinals. Westwood has got to come back from a 14-6 deficit here today. One wide far side shotgun formation for Taylor. Tight end Anderson to the near side of the field. Wing back Uren goes in motion left to right. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls out to the right. He's going to tuck it, run it across the 40, brought down near the 43. Good blocks on that play. Good block by Travis Uren blowing the end out so that Tanner could cut or uh, Taylor could cut up the field. Brought down at the, I'm going to call it the 45. Really good spot for Taylor. It's going to bring up third down and one. So now what do you do here if you're Westwood? Because you really haven't had a lot of success moving the football outside of Taylor Delangelo on the ground. Through the air, been pretty good moving the football. But you got to think this is a run situation here. One wide this side of the field, Delangelo for the gun. Double tight end set, Alderton near side, Uren goes in motion right to left. Taylor takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle, he stops short. Met by Lesperance and driven backwards, and his forward progress I think is going to make this a no gain. And it brings up fourth down and one, and now decision time for Scott Sergila, and it looks like he's keeping the offense on the field. Yeah, I think you gotta you got to get something done here. Fourth down and one. Ball at the Patriot 44-yard line as the offense is still out there. Double tight end set. One wide to the near side of the field. That's Pullman. Delangelo works out of the gun against a four-man front. Maroon showing blitz. Uren goes in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle. First down out to the 50-yard line. It looks like yes. Delangelo has enough to move the sticks, and then some first down ball spotted at midfield. That was a big play call from Scott Sergila, and it works out. Coach Serge, the co-coach of the year in the UP, large school class. He shares the honor with Eric Mason from Marquette. Four all-UP dream teamers for Westwood this year. Pullman and Delangelo on offense. And then defensively, Anderson and Locala. Garrett Mann, first-team linebacker honors. Shotgun formation. Delangelo takes a high snap and rolls out to the right side. Nothing there. He's brought down for a loss by the corner, Boucher. Now it seems like when they run the strength, this is tough. Loses two, and it brings up second down and 12. Clock rolling, 8.51 to play third quarter. 14-6 Westwood trailing. That scored on their opening drive, nothing since. Ball at the Westwood 48. Delangelo brings in the play call. Pullman the lone wide out on the play. 
Out to the far side, a double tight end set. Alderton far side, Anderson over here. Maroon showing blitz again. Now we get a whistle and a timeout Westwood. First ever playoff game at this stadium. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Iron Range Agency. They represent Frankenmuth Insurance. Let's have a conversation about protecting you and your family as well as your business. Get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Eagle Mind is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemind.com forward slash careers for more info. And congrats to the Westwood Patriots from Auto Value of West Ishpeming, where they have followed the players and support them well. Willie's Tire Shop is rallying behind the Patriots, and Mullen Service in Ishpeming is behind Westwood. They are thrilled to support them. Good luck in the playoffs. Winner taking on Calumet, who beat Nagani last night 42-14. to Cross town, Ishpeming, playoff football at the playgrounds. The Hematites winners over Bark River Harris 48-8. to I mean, Ishpeming's watching uh, what's happening with West Aaron County and Lake Linden today uh, in West Aaron County because either one of those teams, somebody's got to come back to the swamp. So Ishpeming has that going for them again this year, and they're awful tough to beat down in the swamp. This time beat, of year. They beat both those teams this year. But it was a battle. I think they had to go some right at the end of the game to, Lake uh, Linden. to get to Lake Linden done. So I think they'd rather see West Aaron come out of that, frankly. Working out of the gun, Delangelo on second down and 12. One wide to the near side, double tight end set. Uren goes in motion. Delangelo takes a snap, rolling to the left, and the play's blown dead. We've got a flag. Yeah, that's a false start on the Patriots. You just can't have penalties like that either. So Uren and Alderton are coming off the field. They're sending in Mariutza and Carlson. That tells me we're going to the air, Dave. We're spreading the football out. Delangelo brings in the playing call from Coach Surge in his fifth year at the helm. Five seasons and four playoff trips. Second down and 17, ball at the 43. There's four wide on the play. They've got Anderson and Carlson out wide to this side. Far side, Mariutza, and then Pullman in the slot. Shotgun formation. Anderson goes in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap and rolls out to the left. He's going to tuck it, run it, and dive forward across the 45. Brings up second down, excuse me, third down at about 13. 8.09 to play, third quarter, 14-6, Westwood trailing Menominee. you got to think there's a passing situation here. Westwood has converted one-fourth down already this drive. Is this two-down territory? Spreading the field with four wide, shotgun formation, Delangelo. Man in motion is Anderson. Operates right to left, Delangelo takes a snap, rolling out, looking, bubble screen, caught, Pullman turns it upfield across midfield and has run out of bounds just shy of the Maroon 45. Fourth and seven. Westwood in plus territory, got to keep the offense on here. Yeah, there's, just get that sense we're not going to see a whole lot of punts left unless we're deep in our own territory. Fourth down and seven, ball at the 47. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. 
7.39 to go third quarter. Patriots trailing 14-6 here in this Division VI first-round playoff game. Two wide to each side. Mariuta Pullman far side. Over here it's Anderson, the usual tight end, along with Carlson. From the gun, Delangelo. Pullman goes in motion left to right. Taylor on the hard count. Takes a snap. Blitz coming. Puts up a deep ball down the sideline. Intercepted. It's Boucher, and he's tackled immediately by Carlson. Well, better shape than we'd have been not making it. So Can't blame Taylor there. The blitz came through. He just had to get that ball away. No. Better, better shape than we would have been in had we turned it over on down. So. Boucher with the interception. He's brought down by Carlson at the 37-yard line. That's where Menominee takes over first and 10. Menominee takes over first and 10 for the Snow starting to come down again. 7.33 to play, quarter number three. Pats trail by eight. Direct snap goes to Monroe. Monroe going up the middle. Monroe's got a first down into the secondary. One man to beat. It's Pullman down the sideline. Gives him a stiff arm and stays on his feet down the sideline and has finally run out of bounds near the 10. Boy, Keegan Monroe knew that he wasn't going to win the battle of speed, so he just went with power against Pullman there. Pullman was the last man back there, and he slowed him down enough. For Ty Alderton to get up and catch him. Yeah, he knew he had the wheels on him. But gets all the way down to the Westwood 11-yard line. First down and 10 out of the single wing. Four-man front defensively. It's Harris going up the middle. Harris thrown backwards as he gets across the 10-yard line. Michael Buzino, the first man to meet him. Buzino with a big stick there. Gain of two, and it brings up second and eight. Ball just inside the 10. One way or another, you got to keep him out of the end zone here. Second down, just inside the ten. The big play. That has been going, well, both ways today. But it's favored Menominee. That single wing set. Romero Hare calling for the football. Instead, it goes to Harris, who's got a block from Romero Hare out to the left side, inside the five, brought down near the two. Garrett Mann brings him down, and I think that's enough to move the sticks. It's right around the first down marker. Well, I'm going to say short. I don't know that's short of a first down there. Right now they're spotting him about a yard shy, third down and one. And I don't know where that stick is for them to not have that be a first down. I really don't. Wing set. Going right up the middle is Harris. He hurdles the line, and he's in for six. Boy, that was an athletic move. I mean, we'd spent a lot of time talking about uh, about uh, Keegan and uh, Brendan Harris just jumped about four feet in the air over the pile right there and into the end zone. Harris with his second touchdown of the game, his first on offense. And now the P.A. T try for Hanson. The hold is down. The kick is blocked. I think it was Zach Carlson they got through. I think he got a hand on it. Somebody might have got something on that because that just ended up short. It was still spinning, but it just ended up short. So 6.02 left in the quarter. It is 20-6. Westwood trails Menominee. 
That's a backbreaker, Dave. You look like you had a good drive going. Menominee gets that big play, and now they're up two scores. All this occurring after they stop us within the one-yard line. So Westwood trying to find a way to get back into this one. Trying to keep their season alive and their six-game winning streak to go with it. Trying to stretch that to seven and move on to take on Calumet next week up at their place. Now we continue to look at scores from the out-of-town scoreboard. Halftime in Muskegon, and the Big Reds lead the Red Men 48-7. Geske was down 28-12 at half. Geske was down. That's what we heard. Eskimos trying to get themselves back into the game. A little bit of uh, a little bit of help there from the Kingsford uh, AD Chris Hartman on that one. And a high arcing kick. It's Hanson handling kickoff duties. It's fielded around the 15-yard line by Eric Anderson, and he fights across the 25. A return of close to 10, and that's where Westwood sets up shop. First down. Just needs some kind of momentum swing here, Dave. A big play, big run. 5.56 to go, third quarter. Delangelo gets a play call from Coach Surge. Right now, the Patriots, looking at the body language, they just not a lot of energy right now. Menominee, far from it on the other side. Two wide, both to the near side of the field. Delangelo works from the gun with two tight ends. Anderson to this side. Delangelo, QB keeper, calling his own number and runs right into the teeth on Keegan Monroe's tackle for a gain of maybe two. It looks like they're spotting it for a one-yard gain, so second down and nine. Yeah, you hear a lot of Keegan, you know, certainly from the offensive side, but he's played some really good free safety here today. Delangelo ready. He has a play call. Second down and nine. Patriots just trying to find some kind of offensive rhythm. The momentum is all in favor of the Maroons right now. Two wide, both to the near side of the field. Double tight end set. Shotgun formation to Langelo. Dell on the hard count. Takes a snap and rolls out to the right. Looking to throw it. Steps up. Fires across the middle. It is batted away and nearly picked. Just not quite enough on it. Batted by Boucher and nearly picked by Monroe. Intended for Eric Anderson down the sideline. Third and nine, 4.59 to play, third quarter. Well, I tell you, Boucher gives away a lot of height out there, but what a player. Honorable mention, all UP corner. Great speed. He can jump. A lot of all UP honorees on this field today between these two teams. Yeah. Yeah, some good football players out there, most certainly. Two wide, both to the near side, shotgun formation for Delangelo. Man has stepped to his right. Dell takes a snap, and he hands it off to Anderson. Menominee not fooled at all. Anderson brought down immediately. No, they could see that. They could see that crossbuck coming right there, and that's always tough right there. Absolutely nothing there for Eric Anderson. You can see his punt one away here. Fourth down and nine. Ball resting at the 29-yard line. 
Stephen Kangas making his way out there, getting set to punt it away. Would you dare with a fake punt here? <laughs> well, Kangas standing inside the 20, awaiting the snap. That's a good one, and he gets the punt away, a high arcing kick that's going to be fielded around the 35 by Boucher. Boucher trying to make one man miss, he does, hits the sideline now looking for an angle, and Chad Pullman able to wrap him up as he gets to the 45. Flag out there, though. There is a flag. Typically a block in the back where that's thrown. No signal yet. It's a hold or a block in the back. I, I think it's probably on Menominee, based on where it is. It's a holding against Menominee, the return team. It was a short return. Ran a long way to get sideline to sideline. So it is going to be a hold against the Maroons. That'll back them up a few yards and help the Westwood defense out just a bit. 3.54 to play here in quarter. Number three. Boy, you game this up and get a stop here and can put one up. You're you're right in. Well, you got a ball game. If you can make this a one score game yeah, going gotta, into the fourth you, quarter, exactly. You got to get it. You got to keep them here, though. You, this is an important drive. Menominee goes down, sticks one in here, and it's going to be tough to overcome. First and ten, ball at the thirty-four, and they're going to spread the field with four wide, two to each side. Well, this is interesting from Menominee. Romero here working out of the shotgun. A man goes in motion. That's Odin's. And it's QB keeper up the middle. He ran into his own man, and he's thrown backwards for not much of a gain, if anything. Boy, I, don't, I guess you try that, but I, I can't believe they're not going to go back to that tight set and just start running the ball and let, let Keegan or Nelson just pick their holes. You yeah, know? It was working for them. That was the only adjustment they made because we stuffed them for more than a quarter, but then they stopped. Yeah, I think the adjustment was just wait. Wait till we, you see the hole. Wait till, you know, and they were running the traffic last time. Eli Locolo with the tackle on that last play, a gain of half a yard, second down and ten. They continue to spread the field, four wide. Shotgun Romero here rolls out to the right, fires, got a man caught. That's Odin's dragged down near the 40. Brings up third down at about four. Travis Uren in there on the stop for Westwood. Well, you can get a third down stop here, Dave. You think about bringing the house? Wonder if we'll see a blitz here out of Scott Sergio and the Patriots. Snow flurries continue to get a little bit stronger. Four wide in the play, shotgun formation. Romero Hare takes a snap, rolls out to the left side. He's got room to run, and that hole closes quickly. Travis, you win. Oh, and the ball came out. I think they're calling him down. He did get back on top of it. That's going to go down as a QB sack for Travis Uren because he lost half a yard on the QB keeper. Big play by the sophomore there. Snowfall intensifying. Not quite the fog game we had last year during the playoffs at Calumet. I'm definitely putting this away. 2-10 to play here in quarter number three. Westwood presumably will get the ball back. Fourth down and five. Menominee still in that single wing, and now they'll option out of it. Getting to punt formation, Monroe to do the honors. Careful of Monroe, he's a baseball player. He can 
chuck it if he needs to. <laughs> and he gets a really nice punt away, and that's Steve Tangus back, and he lets it go out the back of the end zone. What a bomb! Getting a touchback on that just because of the way it hit, but that could have been ugly for the Patriots. That could have died at the one-yard line. So Westwood does get the stop defensively. The offense back on the field with a minute 48 to go in the third quarter, trailing 20-6. to six. 80 yards to go and mm-hmm. some tough sledding here against the, against the Maroons. Delangelo gets a play call. Westpac co-offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year runner-up in the all-UP voting. Large school class. He works out of the shotgun with two wide, both to the far side. Tight end Anderson that way as well. Alderton over to this side. Dell takes the snap, rolls out to the left. Now he's going to tuck it and run it up the middle, and he rips off about three. Good spot on it. They're looking at about five there. Well, that is a good spot. Must have him the 25. Yeah, must have given that spin. Rolled off a defender, said he never touched the ground. So a gain of five on the keeper for Delangelo. Second down and five, minute 22 to go, third quarter. Pats trail 20 to six. Too wide in the play, bolt to the far side. That's Mariuzza plus Pullman in the slot. Four-man front defensively. Dell from the gun, standing at the 20, waiting to receive the snap. Man a step to his left. He does take the snap. Blitz coming. Dell just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Might have got an extra yard after contact. They're getting to him on that backside even. So fast, some of the nominee defenders. Gain of one out to the 26. Brings up third down and four. Right now the Patriot offensive line just hasn't been the dominant line we've seen the last six weeks. 40 seconds left, third quarter. Patriots base with a third down and four. What do you think, Dave? This might be two-down territory. Yeah, you got to get something going, that's for sure. Sideways snow flurries coming in here in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, but we're playing football anyway. Two wide bolt to the far side of the field. Anderson a wing back. Shotgun formation for Dell. Man a step to his left, takes a snap, rolls off tackle, and bounced off his own man short of the first down marker. That'll be enough to... Get it to the clock, though, unless... Run down for a gain of about three. It's going to be fourth and one to start the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's a good timeout right there because it forces you to stay into the wind. They did use a timeout. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good timeout, I think, Coach. So a timeout called with five seconds to play in the quarter. A little bit of a wind out there, and... Yeah. That's a good timeout, absolutely. That wind coming out of the west, and you're heading right into the teeth of it. They, this is, they don't want this drive to turn into something and get the wind behind Delangelo because they think he's going to chuck the pill all over the place because we're almost forced to at this point. Fourth and one. Patriots trailing 20-6 to six on what we presume to be the final play of the third quarter. Winner taking on Calumet next week. That game in Calumet, Friday or Saturday. Let's see what the Patriots decide to do here on fourth and one. Now, I like the call, Dave, that you got to keep the offense on the field here. You have to. 
Yeah. Looking at the personnel that Coach is talking with right now, he's got a tight end in Alderton. He's got a wing back in Uren. Only one out wide on this play. That's Pullman. Anderson will line up as a wing to the far side of the field. Double wing set. Uren over here. Fourth down and one. Shotgun for Delangelo. Man a step to his left. Taylor takes the snap. QB keeper diving near the marker. Does he have it? It's close. He got tripped, but I think he has it. Yep. And he does. He'll move the sticks. That'll bring up the, that'll change the quarter as well. To the fourth quarter we go with Westwood trailing Menominee 20-6. to We're back after this on ESPN-UP. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Our coverage this afternoon brought to you in part by M-Bank. If you're looking for a bank that understands your business, then check them out. From business loans to treasury management and everything in between, they're in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances and services, what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at household appliance. And the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. We couldn't do it without you. Start of the fourth quarter in this Division Six playoff matchup. Westwood trailing, faced with a new set of downs. Works out of the shotgun. Takes a snap and goes up the middle, waited for a hole to open, and one finally did toward the left side. He's brought down for a gain of about five. Digger came up to make the stop. And it will be a gain of five across the 35-yard line. So now we got the wind at her back, Dave, and you think we're going to have to start throwing the football a little bit to get back into it. Now you got the opportunity to do it with that wind picking up as the flurries have. Yeah, now's, now's your chance to have the wind with you. Good gain on that play right there. Shotgun formation, too wide to the near side. Delangelo awaits a snap from Pavo. He gets it, and he runs right up the middle, and he's brought down for a short gain. That's Bigger, who came up to make the stop for a gain of one, maybe two. And it brings up third down and three, we'll call it. Ball resting around the 37-yard line. Westwood has got to keep moving the football. Got to put something together sustained offensively. One minute gone by here in this fourth quarter. Maroons leading 20-6. to six. Two wide bolt to this side of the field. Shotgun formation for Delangelo against a four-man front defensively. Anderson will wing back to this side of the field. Man has stepped to Langelo's left, and now we get a whistle prior to the snap. Timeout Westwood. 
I tell you what, let's take one with them. We've got more coming up after this on ESPN-UP. Be a part of the conversation about high school sports. Grab your cell phone and follow the MHSAA on Twitter at MHSAA. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram for tournament in-game updates, event announcements, and high school sports news around the state year-round. You can connect with the MHSAA today. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we welcome you back, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew, Jared Koski, our sideline man for the day. He's been putting social media content out there, braving the cold. Check out what he's been putting up on ESPN-UP's Facebook page. Youpers are just a different breed, aren't they, Dave? You look at this packed stadium, got snow coming in sideways, sideways snow, high gusts. It's a different breed of people that are still going to stick around and watch a football game this afternoon. They're a tough breed of people. That's all they know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they know. I tell you what, we are set to get a third down and three coming up. A big third down for Westwood with 10.41 to play here in regulation. Westwood trailing 20-6. Two wide on the play. That's Pullman and Mariuzza both to this side. Wing back is Anderson to this side as Pullman goes in motion. Shotgun for Delangelo. He faces a four-man front defensively. Menominee showing linebacker blitz. Anderson goes in motion now left to right. Delangelo takes a snap, dropping back to pass. Blitz coming, fires right side. It is caught. Pullman is able to haul it in. And Keegan Monroe makes the tackle immediately, but not before having enough for the first down. I think I said Pullman. That was Anderson, I beg your pardon, who made the catch. Well, Keegan Monroe put a hit on Anderson. Anderson popped right back up. But he, Good to see him hang on to that football. He stuck him, and Anderson held on, and he took a shot. Ball is at the 43. Patriots trailing by two scores. Shotgun with one wide on the play. Delangelo with man a step to his right. Anderson goes in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap. He's going to run it out to the left side, and Bigger brings him down a good QB spy by Caden Bigger and brings him down for a gain of one. Second down and nine coming up for the Patriots. Under ten minutes to play regulation time, Westwood trailing 20-6. to six. Delangelo brings a play call in. Three wide on this play. Anderson, Mariuzza to the far side. You've got Pullman over here. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. Showing blitz again. Anderson lines up on the left side now. Delangelo back to pass. Steps up, fires a deep ball down the sideline. Pullman incomplete. Added away by the safety, Hanson. It was a premature throw, it looked like to me, Dave. The blitz was bearing down on him. Just yeah, had to get that ball out and under through Pullman. He just couldn't get enough on it because Pullman had a step. He had a step on both of the defensive backs, but you got to credit the the maroon defensive line. They're able to get pressure when they've needed to. And Tanner's had to, uh, or excuse me, Taylor Flangelo's had to hurry those hurry those throws. 9.23 to play, quarter number 4, 20 to 6, Menominee on top. Big white fluffy flakes coming down, and they're coming sideways. 
One wide to each side. Mariuzza to the far side. Pullman's over here. Anderson a wing back to the near side. Shotgun for Taylor. Man a step to his right. Takes a snap. Looking to pass. Steps up and fires down the sideline for Alderton. And he couldn't hold it in. The tight end Alderton. He found himself open. Couldn't haul in the pass from Delangelo. Tough. It was over that outside shoulder, but he it split his hands. Yeah, now it it's fourth down. Delangelo had it there. A well-thrown ball by Taylor, but it looked like Alderton just couldn't get his head turned around. Yeah, yeah, it hit his hands. He was he thought it was going to be to the inside, and it ended up being to the outside. He got his hands over there, but he didn't get his head turned in time. So it's fourth and nine. Westwood with the football, maybe the game on the line. 9.18 to go, fourth quarter. Two wide on the play, both to the far side. Pullman. Pinning their ears back now. Fourth down, nine. Shotgun, Delangelo. Anderson, out in motion to the right. Now they have trips. Delangelo takes a snap, puts up a deep ball down the sideline. Got a man holding caught inside the 20. There goes Pullman. Fourth down and nine. Westwood keeps their hopes alive. With a 57-yard touchdown pass to Chad Pullman. He just had a sense that you weren't going to contain Pullman the whole time. How about it, Taylor Delangelo? And just like that, there is life on the Westwood sideline. It's an important score right here, though. Down by eight now. Second receiving touchdown of the game for Pullman. 9.08 to play regulation time. It makes it 20-12. to So now the two-point try. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. Man, a step to the right of his QB. Delangelo. Oh, it's going to be Man who takes a direct snap and tried to throw it to Delangelo and overthrew him. Yeah, that wasn't going anywhere anyway. That was well covered by the Maroons. No, it's 20 to 12. They didn't lose uh they didn't lose where Delangelo went on the field there. Westwood has not converted a two-point try tonight. I'm going to have to here on this next score if they can get one. 20 to 12, Menominee leading and I got a feeling Dave we're going to be seeing a squib kick. That kind of intentional unintentional onside. Two touchdown catches today for Chad Pullman of 20 and 57 yards. And Westwood is back in this one. We got a ball game. Winner is on to Calumet next week. Well, I tell you what, the first playoff game in this stadium's history. It's been a really fun atmosphere here today. Other scores from around the UP as we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Iron Mountain is moving on. They beat Mancelona 40-8. End of three quarters, Muskegon leading Marquette 62-7. Patriots set to boot it away. We assume maybe we'll get a little squib. It's a little bit of life out there on that Patriot sideline now. Got a little juice into him. Pullman, famous for that kind of intentional, unintentional onside with the approach. 
And it is going to be a short little squib that takes a Menominee roll back to the 32, and Doobie has it, lowers his shoulder forward to the 37 where he's brought down. Lucas Vidlin came up to make the stop on special teams for Westwood. So Menominee with the football, 9.05 to play, and they lead 20-12. to So Patriot defense have another stop in them. They come out in that single wing offense. That's what was working for them. Start this drive at their own 39-yard line, and it's Romero Hare looking to throw the football in the upper through. Romero Monroe. burned there. He had him. He had a uh, man in a trailer position, yep. and uh, he could have got that to Monroe. He saw Monroe had a linebacker <laughs> on him and tried to pick on him. Monroe was going to light the Jets there. <laughs> he was going to go. That would have been uh, interesting to see who could have ran him down. Second down and 10, ball at the 39. Can this Pats defense come up with another stop? Nobody out wide of the play. Romero Hare takes the snap, rolls to the left side. He's going to throw it in. He overthrew him again. Yeah, another pass. Same play, other way. <laughs> and both times, Romero Hare has overthrown Monroe. He had to, he had to, I couldn't see who the lineman was, if it was Alderson, but somebody got vertical in his face, so he had to put a little more air under that one. My question is, why are you throwing the football if you're Menominee? <laughs> you're stopping the clock. Your run's been working for you. Third down and ten. Everybody in tight in that single wing formation. Westwood loading the box. Now a man's going to motion out, and that's Harris. And it's a handoff to Monroe going up the middle. Monroe bouncing off would-be tacklers and fights forward for about five yards. It's not going to do it. Tackle made by Travis Uren. I just don't understand why they're running the, excuse me, throwing the football in that scenario. Because now, presumably, you punt the ball away on fourth and six from your 43, and Westwood would get the football back with momentum. Patriots will absolutely take it. Monroe, keep in mind, he's got an arm. You said earlier, Dave, he's a baseball player. He can chuck it. Tops out around the high 80s on his fastball. He's just an athlete. But he does punt this ball away in flip field position. We'll have a return on it. Pullman around the 13-yard line. He's brought down shortly thereafter. Nothing there from Pullman. Tackle made by Bigger on special teams. So Westwood will take over, first down and 10, trailing by 8, 8.07 to play in regulation. Game on, Dave. Game on. What will Scott Sergila dial up for his quarterback who's been slinging the ball well? They've got the wind at their back for this quarter. Brings in the play call from the sideline. Snow continues to come down, and temperature 28 degrees at game time. <laughs> Must be the UP in November. Three wide on the play, two to the far side of the field. Pullman the only man here. They've got a safety, Hanson, matched up against Pullman. Delangelo takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself going up the middle, and he's brought down for a short game. I tell you what, Dave, I look at that matchup on the near side. you got Pullman one-on-one -on -one with a safety rather than a corner. I think that's where I'm attacking. That's the guy I want to pick on. Gain of two, and it brings up second down and eight. Clock continues to roll. 7.41 to play. 
Delangelo brings in the play call. Four-man front defensively for the Maroons. Got one wide to the near side. That's Pullman again. They've got the safety Hanson on him. Yeah, but he's so far out. He looks more like a decoy that far out. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. Delangelo takes a snap, looking to throw. Fires across the middle. It's intercepted. Keegan Monroe picks it off, and he's got to return down the sideline, and he makes a house call. That, that is just one athletic play by Keegan Monroe. To, to get that high vertically and go up with both hands and be able to grab a ball, that that is a play by an athlete right there. Second pick six of the game for Menominee. That was huge. Keegan Monroe with an interception return for a touchdown. He was named the large school UP Offensive Player of the Year, and he might have just sealed a first-round victory for his team with his defense. PAT try by Hanson is no good. Might have been blocked near the line. Yeah, I don't know if it, that plant foot slipped on him a little bit. That's deflating if you're Westwood. You get back in the game with the big play. You get the stop defensively. Have the football back. And then Monroe just coming across the middle. Delangelo never saw him. He was looking for his tight end, Alderton. That's all huge vertical and getting in front of the, your already tall guy, Alderton. So you're putting it up there where no one else can get it. And uh, he makes an athletic play like that. 7.03 to play, regulation time. Westwood trailing 26-12. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in today's game. Big Boy Restaurant Marquette is room for you and your team for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Check it out next time you're in. Big Boy of Marquette. Craig Getlamacki is a thriving representative. He helps point you in the right direction for financial wellness and shows you how to live generously. Put his 30 years of experience to work for you. Contact Craig to review your game plan for retirement. Good luck to the Westwood Patriots. Opening round of the MHSA Division 6 playoffs. Calumet awaiting the winner next weekend at Agassiz Field, the newly turfed Agassiz Field in Calumet. Westwood out there uh, last season for a couple of games back when they still had the natural grass. Hanson getting the ball teed up and ready to kick it away. Patriots trailing 26-12 here midway through the fourth quarter. Now you just got to take some chances, Dave. You just got to yep. do something to get yourself back into it. Take a few risks. So Mackenzie Hansen has the ball teed up, and he's ready to kick it away. It's interesting into the wind. Right-footed kicker approaches, and it's a high arcing kick. It's short, and it's returned around the 31-yard line by Mason Mariuzza. And he's thrown backwards as he got to about the 36. So return of five, and it brings up first and ten for the Patriots. Hey, we can start thinking about this coming up here in a couple of weeks, our basketball preview show. Hard to believe it's already basketball's almost already basketball season. We'll get the schedule posted online, but that's going to start airing two weeks from today, our basketball preview show. We're going to have basketball here in about a month, Dave. It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. 
and where this has gone. Feels like we just sat down for our first football game this year, Terry. Three wide of the play, two to the far side. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Think about that first football game, Dave. The cramps. Houghton was in town for a Thursday night game. Now we're ending it with snow flurries on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Taylor takes a snap, fires wide open. Pullman makes the catch on a slant, tries to turn it upfield, and broke free from a couple would-be tacklers and has a first down. It's like he had a first down. Oh, what a nice move by Pullman. Brought down by Doobie. That'll be enough to move the sticks out to the 48. So first and 10, Westwood, 6.47 to play. Clock stops momentarily while they reset the sticks. Patriots trailing 26-12. Two wide on the play to the far side. Now three. Pullman out here. And then Anderson lining up as a receiver along with Mary Utsa to the far side. Shotgun formation. Delangelo takes a snap. Stepping up, looking Pullman's way to hallway, and he makes the catch and runs out of bounds as they get into plus territory across the 45. Boy, crisp shot right over to the Patriots sideline. Pullman looked like an NFL receiver putting two feet down there. Westwood knows they got to make something happen in a hurry. Brings up. Well, they have fourth down marked out there. That's not right. Now they get it corrected to second down. Dial a down marker. He's off. But they do have it correct. It's second down and three. Ball just inside the Menominee 45-yard line. Shotgun formation as Pullman goes in motion. Delangelo takes a snap. Dropping back to pass. Blitz coming. Steps up. Fires deep down the sideline. Tipped and intercepted Monroe again. Monroe coming oh up the middle. Gosh. Monroe still on his feet and finally brought down by Eli Locola near the 43. That kid reached up, tipped the ball to himself. Two interceptions in this last five-minute span for Keegan Monroe. And Menominee gets the football back. Leading by 14 with 6-12 to play here in quarter number four. Now you're going to see some grind from this Menominee team. Tight set. Running the ball, grinding the clock. Working out of that single wing formation against a four-man front defensively. Romero Hare takes a snap and goes up the middle. He's brought down by the linebacker man after about a three-yard gain. This is it, Dave. You just got to control the clock now if you're Menominee. Yeah. And you have the ability to do that with the personnel you have. 5.52 left, regulation time, clock rolling. It's a maroon team that had to win out after week seven to get into the postseason, and they did. They ended the regular season with a 48-38 win over previously unbeaten Hopkins, a Class B team. Wing set, and the snap goes to Monroe going up the miss. Give me that. Harrison, Harris into the secondary. He's loose down the sideline. One man to beat. It's Pullman, and Pullman wraps him, but he got free, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Wrapped him up, but couldn't get him. Yes! Brendan Harris takes it in from 56 yards out. The exclamation mark for Menominee with 5.17 to play here in regulation. Brendan Harris. 
So now the PAT attempt for Menominee. Looks like they're going to go for two. Keeping the offense on the field, they're going to spread it. Four wide on the play. Romero Hare working out of the gun as Odines goes in motion right to left, and he lobs one toward the corner, just a jump ball, and Sardarelli came down with it. Why Sardarelli? And the two-point try pays off. It's 34-12, Menominee with the lead. 5-17 to play, regulation time. Wow, how this game has changed on a dime here in the last couple of minutes. Keegan Monroe's defense turning into some scores. The Fox Motors Team UP, they are proud to support the players, coaches, and fans of tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Nagani, Marquette, and Munising, as well as Trinary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Patriot Football and ESPN-UP. We couldn't do it without you. Well, Dave, Westwood was within one score earlier this quarter. Yeah, he got it down to a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Westwood's got nothing to not uh, hold their head up high about. They play in a, an awfully good uh, Menominee Maroon team here with some uh, a wicked amount of talent on it. Led by Keegan Monroe. Yeah. And his defense is what seems like it's closing the door on Westwood pretty quickly here. Did Monroe have the interception of the pass on the fake punt? That was Harris. That was Harris. Harris okay. did. But those two, those two guys uh, have really been the difference here today. Uh, both of them extremely athletic, good-sized kids, too. Um, well put together, uh, and just, you know, uh, what we've always called it in this area, they're just gamers. You know, they're always, they're always up for, uh, you know, being competitive in competition, and, uh, you know, it's been impressive. Pedro Montoya has the ball teed up, ready to kick it away. Again, he's a foreign exchange student. He was just added to the roster. Think he's ever played football in an environment like this? I'll tell you what he has done for sure, and that is kick. Hey, he's got a boot. <laughs> because he's, he's got a boot. He has got a bomb. He kicked that last one into the wind, and it had hand time like a punt. And the approach, and he sends it end over Wren. We should have a return on it. It's Travis Uren. Uren coming up the middle. He's got a block, and Uren into the second layer, and he's brought down by the kicker Montoya near the 45. How about Montoya with the tackle? He had a little bit of. A little bit of help there from Odin, certainly, but he stuck his head right in there. First and 10, Westwood, after a nice return by Uren, out to the 45. Patriots trail 34-12, remaining regulation time. Coming up in our post-game show, you can hear from Coach Serge. We'll recap this one, scoring summary, and take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. All that more coming up once we go final. Shotgun formation. Anderson goes in motion right to left. They've got three wide of the play. Anderson, Pullman, and Mariuzza. Delangelo working from the gun. Ty Alderton tied end to the near side of the field. Takes a snap. Looking right. Fires that way. A deep ball down the sideline. Intercepted Monroe again. And Monroe down the sideline with a few blocks. Monroe 
is finally run out of bounds near the 30. He just took it out of bounds himself right there. 4.55 to play, regulation time, third interception for Monroe in as many drives. Boy, he get up. That was a one-handed grab. He is a big kid. One-handed grab. Excellent size. Doesn't have heights listed on here, but his weight at 185. He's 6'1", maybe, I'd say. Oh, he might be taller than that. 6'1", 6'2", he is put together. What an athlete. What an athletic kid. We were talking with some of the coaches before the game. His his real sport is baseball. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even going to always play football. 80-something mile an hour fastball. Gets to the high 80s as his team goes up the middle. It's Harris, the ball carrier, and they're brought down as they got inside the 30. The ball must come out because everyone's laying. Laying and waiting. I think they're back on top of it. Yeah, it did come out, though. It ends up being about a four-yard gain to the 27. 4.32 to play, quarter number four. Westwood within one score at one point earlier in the fourth. Had an opportunity to get back in. Credit Menominee, their defense was tough all day. They've been coming... Up to a fever pitch here in this fourth quarter. From the wing, Harris rolling out to the right, and the pass is incomplete. It was intended for Monroe. I'm going to tell you, I'd have 21 sitting on the bench right now if I was Menominee with four minutes to go here. Maroons on their way to a date with Calumet in the second round of the postseason next week. Again, that will be up to... The Maroons, whether they want to play that game on a Friday or a Saturday. Ball at the 27-yard line, third down and a long five. Maroons come up to the line. Not a lot of not a lot of sense of urgency, nor is there a need for it. From the wing, Romero Harris. Directing the offense, they motion out Monroe, and he fires. It's caught, and turning it upfield. That's bigger, the tight end. Nobody in front of him. Nobody's going to catch him. Alderton stepped in front, went for the interception, just missed it. Just missed the interception. And then there was no one in front of him after that. Everybody thought it was going to be Monroe when they moved him out. They thought he was going to be the one getting the catch. And instead, it's Caden Bigger, the tight end, who takes it 27 yards to the end zone, and it's 40-12, to 12, Menominee. And we have an injured, looks like Westwood player on the field. Tell you what, Dave, the final score won't be indicative of this game because it was close for three and a half quarters. No, I'll put us into a position where we had to we had to take some chances here, and you got to take chances against uh, extreme athletes like that. And uh, this is sometimes going to be the result of it. You know, Keegan Monroe just kind of took over defensively playing center field out there. And uh, he had the ability to be able to rein some of those in, not just knock them down, but be able to get those passes pulled in. Now let's keep looking around the out-of-town scoreboard while we have a moment. Muskegon ends Marquette season. The Redmen fall 69-7. to Iron Mountain, 40-8 winners over Mancelona. They are moving on. 
I tell you what, congrats to the Redmen on everything they accomplished this season. Really good year for them, getting that program going. Yeah, that's fantastic for Coach Mason to be able to do that. Cadillac winners, uh, excuse me, Cadillac leading 35-12 to over Escanaba. That game's in the fourth quarter. It'll be a tough way for Esky to end their season if they aren't able to rally. The heck of a year that they had. Well, the injured Patriot being helped off the field. And with 4.01 to play here in regulation, we still have the PAT try. It's Hanson on to kick it. Romero will be the holder. Right-footed kicker, the approach, gets the kick away, and the kick is good. So 4.01 to play here in regulation time. 41 to 12. This game has gotten away from Westwood here at the end. I tell you what, Dave, it's going to be a tough way to end the season unless we get something really drastic to happen. But what a fun season for this Westwood group. Yeah, and you got to like to play I'm Alderton even right there. You got to go for the interception at mm-hmm. that point. That's where you are in the game. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't put that on Alderton at all. That is the move right there. You have to try for it. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to come up with it, and then there's nobody in front of him. But that's, unless you're taking chances like that, that's competitive. I'm never going to be, you know, a kid being aggressive like that. I think that was a great move. Patriots started the scoring, led 6 nothing after one quarter. That lead lasted until midway through the second. Menominee would take the lead and would not give it back. These kids have had a great year for the Patriots. You know, they're, they've been undersized all year, and you sure haven't seen it in the way that they've played. And even, you know, like you say, the lopsidedness of this, this has been a product of having to take chances in a fourth quarter because you're down and you know that there's no more games after this, you know. And, uh, you know, certainly the athletic prowess of uh, Mr. Monroe there, uh, you know, has impacted that. But I, there's not much you could have changed about it. People look at this score and, it won't tell the full story. No, not down by one score into the fourth, that's for sure. So Montoya has it set to boot away. The nominee at Calumet next week in the second round of postseason play, barring a massive Patriot comeback here in the final few minutes. But Montoya... Boots this one away. Another really good kick, and we'll have a return on it. It's Chad Pullman from inside the tent. Pullman hitting the sideline with a block. Pullman, one man to beat, and he doesn't oh get him. God. Pullman is going to bring this no one, one to running the down. house. <laughs> yeah. No one is pulling, bringing Pullman down here. And just like that, Chad Pullman will snap a string of three consecutive Menominee touchdowns with a kick return to the house. And now it's 41 to 18. Tell you what, Dave, it was 20 to 6 when this quarter started. Most of the scoring has occurred here in this fourth quarter. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. 3.48 to go, regulation time. Pullman with his third touchdown of the day. That was his first on special teams. So now the two-point try. Delangelo with the backs in the eye. Works under center. Luke Mariuzza 
Out as a wideout. He's in motion right to left. Delangelo. Still waiting under center, takes a snap, makes a handoff, play action to the right, looking for somebody in the end zone, just has to put one up, and he overthrew Anderson. Nobody was open, the blitz was coming, he just had to put one up to give himself a chance. Yeah. Monroe would get that high again and <laughs> pull that thing down. So Pullman, with a kick return to the house, that gets Westwood within 41-18. to 18. And you assume maybe it'll be another onside kick. One of those little squibs. Tell you what, Pullman's career may come to an end here in the next couple of minutes as a high school football player, but what a great game for him today. A couple of touchdown catches, 57 and 20 yards, a kick return to the house, 90-plus yards. It'll be a tough way for Westwood to end the season. What I'm hoping for, Dave, is that Westwood and the guys, the coaching staff, they're able to look back on this one here in a few weeks. You know, it's going to sting. It always does when the season ends. But they'll be able to look back at what they did this year and be really proud of the accomplishments. Menominee, meanwhile, looking to win their third straight and move on to Calumet. 3.48 to play here in quarter number four. 41-18, Menominee leading. Bowman gets the ball teed up. Let's see what he decides to do here. Right-footed kicker checks both sides of the line. And he approaches slowly, squibs it to the right side this time. It's picked up by Monroe along the sideline, and he's forced out of bounds by Alderton. So that's where Menominee takes over, first and ten near the 43. 3.45 to go here in regulation. Again, Iron Mountain moving on. They win big today. Muskegon moving on after a win over Marquette. Cadillac leading Escanaba by three scores in the fourth quarter. Get everybody in tight, nobody out wide in that single wing. The deepest back is Romero Hare, but instead it's going to go to John Spiegel. And Spiegel, first time that we've been calling his name today, it's his first carry. He's brought down in midfield. And a late flag comes in. That's going to be a personal foul on the nominee. <laughs> I was well away from the play, and somebody just fell on somebody there. I don't even know the intention of that. That was Michael Dobbins who was going to draw the flag. He just fell on Eli Locola. seemed like he gave him a little push off as he was getting up. It's going to be a personal foul well away from the play. Well, you don't like to see that to mar a game that has been... You know, largely flag-free. Yep. There hasn't been a lot of flags in the whole contest. Game. It's been a very clean game. So it was about a four-yard run by Spiegel, and the penalty will back him up to the 30. Remember, Dave, on Menominee's first scoring drive, they had something similar to this, a short run and then a 15-yard penalty. Then that's when Harris had his 27-yard run. He took off. They were in business after that, went down the field and scored a few plays later. So first down, back to the 30. 
Shouldn't they lose the down here, Dave? Uh, the officials are talking about it. Yeah, he, he got corrected. Yep, now they're saying it is second down. They have the two fingers up. He's correcting it right now. So it's second down and long back at the 30. Maroons need to get to the Patriot 44 for a fresh set of downs. Everybody tight. Four-man front defensively. Romero Hare surveying the field. Yeah, he's waiting for that hand to go up. Just taking his time. He's going to let this clock wind down as much as he can. 3.16 to play. Takes a snap. And he hands it off. It's Harris. Harris going up the middle. Harris into the secondary, and Harris finally ridden down as he gets a first down. It was Eric Anderson, just like last time. We get him pinned back after that unsportsmanlike 15-yard flag and another big run, and they have enough to move the sticks. Boy, Harris going off with a little bit of a limp there. You're... You know, you got games to play here. No <laughs> surprise they're still in this game. Yeah, but you know, I'm going to sit him down after the game he's had today. I want him resting up for his trip up to Calumet. 2.51 to play regulation time. Westwood trailing 41-18. Everybody in tight for the Maroons. First and 10 at the Pat 43. Romero Harris with Spiegel to his side, the closest man to him. And Romero Harris going up the middle, and he's brought down for a short game. Picked up maybe one. Jackson Vidlin came off his end spot, and he makes the tackle. Well, you always hate this day when the season's ending. A great group of seniors to say goodbye to here in a few minutes. This has been a really fun group. You know, these kids, too, have come out after the loss we had last year. Those That senior group and go 7-2 and two is really a tribute to them and to the coaching staff here. Second down in about eight. Two-minute mark here in quarter number four. Romero Harris operating as a signal caller. Hands off to Harris again, and Harris is brought down inside the 40-yard line. Looks like he gained about four. And Menominee does not have to snap the ball until we have just over a minute left in the game. Don't forget, coming up in our post-game show, we'll recap this one, take a look at the scoring summary, highlights, talk with Coach Serge, and we will put the wraps on this season. Third down and about three. Ball at the 38. Romero Harris is just letting time tick down. Minute 10 to play. Takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself, running up the middle. Now he has a block to the outside. Romero Harris down the sideline, and he makes a house call. Joe Romero Harris. Simple play, just getting the edge. A 38-yard touchdown. And just like that, Menominee into the end zone once again. 47-18, our score. Sixty-one seconds left, regulation time. And the PAT try, the kick is on its way, and the kick is good. So 48 
to 18. It's a 30-point lead for Menominee. That's a tough one. It's just it's tough to see the season end like this. And you know, like you talked about losing that senior class from a year ago, how special that group was and how they've been changing the culture here, and then this group comes in and puts up the same record, gets to the postseason. Yeah, just coming in and just uh, doing what you feel is the expectation now, and that's getting you to the playoffs. That's imp- that's impressive. And I know that this is going to sting. It always does when the season ends. But what I am hoping is that the team looks back on this season and they're proud of what they did. Forty-eight, eighteen, our score. Menominee. 61 seconds away from punching their ticket to take on Calumet in the second round of district tournament play next week. The Maroons, it just seemed like, Dave, the turning point in their year was three weeks ago. They took on Marquette, and they had a 21-0 lead. Marquette rallies to score 28 unanswered to win that game 28-21. From there, they knew that they couldn't afford another loss, and they won out the rest of the way. They've just been playing playoff football since week eight. Yeah, Coach even backed you up in the pregame interview. Said you feel like you've been playing it for a week. So I feel like I've been playing it for two weeks. They have been in playoff mode for the last couple of weeks. Yep. So Montoya has it teed up, ready to send it away. 101 to play, regulation time, 48-18, Westwood trailing the Maroons. As Montoya approaches, and he sends a long kick end over Ren, returned by Anderson near the 20, cutting it out to the 25, cuts back up the middle near the 30, and gets across the 35 before being ridden down. Tackle on the play was made by Cameron Busher. yard line down as he came up just shy of midfield. Nice block from Travis Uren, sprung Anderson. 38 seconds to play. Delangelo gets a play call. They hurry up to the line. Luke Mariuzza, the only wide out on this play. Out to the far side, pitch goes to Anderson again. Anderson across midfield, 45, and puts his shoulder down, brought down to the 40. Oh, they're going to call him. Well, first down, I thought they were calling him out of bounds, but because of the first down, stop the clock for him. 14 seconds left, Westwood at the 40-yard line. They hustle up to the line. Backs in the eye. Dell working under center. 
Gets a snap from Pavo, pitches it out to Anderson again. Anderson to the 35, the 30, puts a shoulder down, and he's brought down near the first down marker with five seconds left. And that should do it. <laughs> because it was, again, because I uh, moved the chains, the clock stopped. Clock so. does have to stop momentarily uh, with five seconds left, and Westwood, as it starts up again, will not run another play. We have gone final. Menominee winners over Westwood 48-18 this afternoon. Let's take a timeout. Post-game show starts now. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home. With straight talk, no BS banking, and the very best mortgage for you. Embers is dedicated to helping the people of the UP get ahead. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. This is the 96th year of Willie's Tire Shop proudly servicing Marquette County. And from both Willie's Tire Shop locations, they say thank you. Willie's has certified mechanics at both Marquette and Ishpeminga locations. They do shocks, struts, brakes, alignments, wheel bearings, oil changes, tires, high rods, U-joints, axle joints, ball joints, batteries, sway bar links, wiper blades, and most front-end work. Willie's also services national account fleet cars, government, and state vehicles. So call today. Stop by for a free tire estimate or even just to have your air pressure checked. And don't forget, when you purchase four tires for your vehicle from Willie's, they rotate them for free. Life is filled with unforgettable moments, but frankly, insurance should be quite forgettable. Let's be frank. Whether we're talking about your home, vehicles, business, or life, the unexpected may happen. The bright side is you can depend on Iron Range Agency and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to provide the peace of mind you need. At Iron Range, we believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. If you want to get frank about insurance, let's talk. Call Iron Range today at 485-5544 or visit us on the web. Make the change to Iron Range. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Back to Westwood High School, Tanner Hoops Day, Bows on the call. Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer, Jared Kosky on the sideline for us, been putting out some social media content for ESPN-UP's Facebook page. Let's give you the scoring recap in this one, and it started about as good as you could ask for if you're a Westwood. A fumble recovered by the Pats on the opening kick, and that set up a 39-yard drive that was capped by a 20-yard touchdown pass to Chad Pullman. That came less than 90 seconds into the game. Westwood had a 6-0 lead. That would be the score after one quarter. Going into the second, it was Keegan Monroe with a 17-yard touchdown pass at the 6.05 mark and the PAT would give Menominee a 7-6 lead. Then on fourth down, Westwood attempted to punt the ball away, a bad snap forced to throw, and it was intercepted by Brandon Harris. He took it to the house with 3.28 to go in the first half. Westwood with a chance right before the second quarter ended to get maybe within two at least, maybe even tie the game, but were stopped on fourth down and goal from inside the one-yard line, and Menominee would just run the clock out from there you think Dave how differently this game could have looked if Westwood got that in but then again you know with the scoring that happened there in that fourth quarter just just wasn't Westwood's day in the fourth quarter 
No, you know, you saw most of those scores coming in the fourth quarter, and like we said, a lot of that is a product of where you were in the game. You had to take some chances, and uh, unfortunately for the, some of those chances, we had to air the ball out, and uh, the player that uh, Keegan Monroe is, I mean, playing center field out there to be able to, to jump into the air and make such an impact, and then as soon as he comes down with the ball, he's a threat immediately no matter where he is on the field to be able to go the distance, and uh we saw that in the play of him and the play of Harris, I think, certainly was the difference here today. Almanomany built a two-score lead with 6.02 to go in the third quarter. Harris with a two-yard run. Westwood got back in it, though, at the 9.08 mark in the fourth quarter. A 57-yard touchdown pass to Chad Pullman. Conversion failed, but Westwood was within one score at 20-12. to And that would be the score with 7.03 to go in the fourth quarter when Monroe decided to take an interception return back to the house and it was pretty much all Maroons from there. You throw in a 56-yard run by Harris, a 27-yard catch by Bigger, and Romero Hare with a 37-yard touchdown run. That would cap the Menominee scoring. Chad Pullman with a kickoff return for a touchdown at the 348 mark, and that would get Westwood to 18 for the day. Pullman with three touchdowns in the final game of his high school career. And I tell you what, Dave, I mean, Coach is going to come up here. We'll talk with him about the seniors. I know he's going to have... Nothing but good things to say about this group and who they are. But you spend plenty of time with these guys as well. And it really is just a great group of kids, whether they're on the field or not. You know, we're going to miss seeing them around Westwood and on the football field, what have you. But I have no doubt they're going to do special things going forward. No, and that's a fantastic group of kids to have to answer the call after you lose the class that we had last year and so many of those go on to play at the next level and still be able to go 7-2 and two in the regular season. Um, you know, that's a group of overachievers right there, and that's a testament to the coaching staff to be able to uh, have that kind of year. And listen, you got a tough draw here. <laughs> you didn't end up with an easy draw on somebody that you had that you had beaten during the regular season. You ended up with somebody you've never faced who's now down into Division Six like they've never been before, a perennial football power. And, um, I mean, this is where you want your program to be. Um, you got a, you, you made some firsts, certainly, this year. You won the neighborhood. That wasn't a first, but you won the neighborhood, and you got a home playoff game. Those are fantastic things for the football program up here and the kids that were following that maybe weren't uh, expected to do as well as they did that's part of building a tradition and they went seven and two so there's a lot of things to be proud of down there and certainly that senior class how about how about uh, delangelo this year i mean he, he 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 really put in an amazing year and he was asked to play a completely different role you know, up from his sophomore year, he was asked to play quite a different role in the role of leader. It wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't able to uh, be the clown and uh, be the guy out on the edge anymore, and uh, he stepped up. I mean, there's there's no doubt that Taylor stepped up, and he took that role very seriously, and he's a big part of uh, leading that senior group, and uh, those guys have just been great, and this was a... Uh, this is a great year of Westwood football. This Westwood senior class includes Mason Mariuzza, Taylor Delangelo, Eric Anderson, Chad Pullman, Joe DeRosha. Let's see, looking around here, who else do we have? Jackson Vidlin, part of this really great group of seniors. Dylan Beebe, Ty Alderton. I mean, that's a tough group to lose, yeah. but they, they did a lot for Westwood football Absolutely. and helping them Pablo turn this and program the snaps around. This year Pablo, the thank you. You know, um, you know, I'm sure we're leaving some kids out. They just did a great, great job, and I'm, I'm really pleased with how those kids uh, 
carry themselves uh, in an, on the athletic field and, and, more importantly, in our building and out in public. They are uh, great representations of Westwood High School. Let's take our last time out. We'll finish this thing off next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Enter Hoops Day. Bo's with you. Just about set to wrap things up here from Westwood High School. Scott Sergula, Westwood head coach, took a special meeting with his players down there. I know how much these guys mean to him and this group as a whole, especially a couple of those seniors that he's had since they were sophomores. Down there on the field talking with a few of them and you know, imagine how he's feeling right now. He's making his way up here and We'll ask him just that, get his thoughts on today's contest and uh, this season as a whole. But the Patriots do fall today by a score of 48-18, to 18, a game that was a one-score game with seven and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and then the Maroons able to rattle off 28 of the final 34. Westwood had to take some chances. They did try and get back into it, and you know, credit to the way it worked out. So let's get Coach here on headset and get his thoughts as Westwood season comes to an end today. Coach, I uh, always hate this time of the year when you got to say goodbye to a really good group of seniors and you know some guys that you've had for three years, guys who've done a lot to help change the culture up here. Yeah, they really have. Um, that entire group of seniors, um, they're, uh, they're a special group, just like last year's seniors. And, you know, we got some good kids and, and – uh, uh, today we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot about eight too many times. Coach, when you look back at this season, I'm hoping that you know it'll sting for a little bit. I'm hoping that this team is able to be proud of what they did because you know it's it's tough to replace the group that you had last year, and they did with a seven and two record and get you back to the postseason, win the neighborhood. I'm hoping that's what this team can take from going forward. You know. Um, one, one game doesn't define uh, these kids, in my opinion. Um, you know, we had a bad game, really bad game. And uh, 
but it doesn't define who they are. And I, you know, that, that was my kind of my message to them after the game. And uh, you know, we haven't had a bad game probably. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, Menominee is really good. Uh, but holy smokes, man, we can't shoot ourselves in the foot just multiple, multiple, multiple times and uh, expect to be even competitive with a team like Menominee. Um, I was really proud of our kids, how they played in the first half. We still had three, four mistakes there, you know. Um, uh, not sure what we were doing on the punt. Uh, you should have punted it, um, you know, but those things happen sometimes. You know, they're kids, and they're going to panic a little bit and say, holy smokes, what do I do? And, you know, and that, those things happen. But how we responded to it, I, th- I thought we came out in the second half. Um, you know, we started getting a drive going. Um, you know, boy, we closed it up, what was it, 20 to 12? Mm-hmm. Beginning of the fourth quarter or something, end of the third. Um, it's pretty amazing that that score ended up that way. And uh, um, we just, the mistakes kind of started to compound. And um, But that doesn't define our kids. It really doesn't. These are, these are really good kids. They're seniors. It always starts with them. Um, you know, they're disappointed. They're crying right now. And, you know, as it should, because I know those kids care. They put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this. And, uh, you know, our juniors and our sophomores, they have too. And, um, you know, we, there were times today where we had three, four sophomores on the field playing for us. And, uh, you know, it, um, but boy, uh, 21, <laughs> he's good. Keegan, Keegan Monroe, he's the real deal. Um, you know, we, didn't, we don't have a Keegan Monroe. And uh, we don't have a number 46. But I tell you what, our kids gave it everything they had. We came off the ball really well. And uh, I just didn't think we responded the greatest, you know, when we got punched a little bit. And then we did. But then the mistake kind of would compound a little bit there. And that doesn't define our kids, like I said. They're, they're great kids, man. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they've worked really hard, really, really hard. And uh, I don't think a lot of people even expected us in the playoffs this year. A lot of people were saying three and six, four and five. Um, and for these kids to come out seven and two, like you said, Tanner, uh, win the neighborhood. Uh, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of that. There isn't. There isn't. And uh, we, we want to take it to the you know the next level, uh, which is you know the Calumets and the Menominees. We're not there yet, um, but we're going to keep working at it and keep trying. Coach, appreciate you stopping up. Congrats on a great year. Thanks a lot. Scott Sergio Westwood, head coach. His season coming to an end today with a 48-18 to loss in the opening round of the Division Six playoffs. That should do it for us. I appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast all season long as much as I enjoyed bringing them to you. Westwood closes the season with a record of 7-3 and three and says goodbye to a really great group of seniors. We say goodbye to you until... Basketball season for Jared Koski, Thomas Dunstan, and Dave Bowes. My name's Tanner Hoops, signing off from Westwood High School on ESPN-UPWZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.